Federal prosecutors are considering whether or not they can charge many of the people involved in the riot at the Capitol with felony murder. And it's just one of the story, one of the stories that's coming out showing the reaction to those who stormed the Capitol. The logic here is that if you are with you, if you are part of a group that is in the process of committing a crime and someone dies, then you get charged with felony murder. In this regard, they're saying not everybody, but a large portion of the people who were there, who were part of that melee, who were breaking in, may all actually face those charges. And that will be probably hundreds of people. We've seen similar things, kind of, in 20, uh, 2017, on January 20th, when Trump was being inaugurated. Several hundred Antifa types and, you know, wearing all black got arrested and they tried charging them all with conspiracy under the uh, idea that by wearing black, they were aiding and abetting the other people who are committing crimes. It did not fly. So this might not either, and they might not even do it. But this is the only thing that's happening to Trump supporters following what happened at the Capitol. Parler, as you know, was shut down. They're now fighting back, filing a lawsuit against Amazon. And this is really interesting because the lawsuit makes some really interesting points. At the same time, Amazon was claiming Parler wasn't policing this criminal activity, which was people inciting violence and calling for death and things like that. They, they, they say Parler wasn't doing that. So we're going to terminate you without notice, breaching the contract, Parler, according to Parler. And they said at the same time, hang Mike Pence was trending on Twitter and there was no application or threats or removal from Twitter for the same thing. And they note recently Amazon signed a multi-year contract with Twitter to handle their data. So this looks more like anti-competitive action from a cabal of Silicon Valley elites Considering Parler was the fastest growing network, the number one app on uh, the iTunes store seems particularly, well, it seems like they may be right. But we got another story, too. There's there's video going around of a guy getting kicked off a plane. Apparently, many of these people at the, at the, at the uh, Capitol were put on a no-fly list. So things are getting particularly crazy. We've got Facebook censorship hitting. We've got Cumulus Radio th- uh, telling, you know, many conservatives that if you say the election was stolen, they're going to nuke you out, right? Here it comes, man. The purge is going to be long lasting. There's talks of widespread armed protests around the country through the next several days, maybe a couple weeks and into the 20th. So we got a lot to talk about. Hanging out with us today is, of course, Andrew from Don't Walk Run Productions. Howdy. Now, you're the senior (laughs) political analyst. Yes, the senior political analyst on uh, on my channel and the number one senior political analyst on YouTube. So you, you didn't quite make chief. No, I'm a humble guy. I'm 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 humble. You know, I don't need I don't need uh, to be called president or CEO or Tim Pool. You know, I don't I don't need to. Heaven forbid, I use my name on my own show. <laughs> Luke's well, saying, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Luke's hanging out, and they went after Ron Paul. <laughs> oh yeah, goodness, Ron I got Paul. a lot to say about that. <laughs> Hi, I am the sensei behind WeAreChanged.org. And it's been really nice communicating to everyone on that top right-hand corner when people pull in, put in their emails in this slew of all this censorship that's going on. We are change.org, top right-hand corner. Nice talking to all of you amazing people. We, I need to stress, too. Yeah, the Ron Paul thing. How dare they? Seriously. Ron, the weirdest thing is the people like on, on Reddit ragging on Ron Paul. And he, I'm like, what? He's he, like an old man who's like, freedom. 
He's calling for <laughs> peace in the Middle East, and he criticized Donald Trump more than I think a lot of people on the it's, left effectively. It's because they have no. I, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, I guess Ron Paul's bad. Uh, there's no, a lot we got to talk about. Oh, that, I know why. People are just going crazy, calling I, people misogynists, white supremacists for calling you that, and a lot of other people, <laughs> and a lot of other kind of libertarians, anti-establishment, and cap types who are like, wait, 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 hold on, this is not about MAGA. Ron Paul was against uh, the larger foreign policy of Donald Trump. He criticized yeah. him on so Principle. many police state issues. And, and, and now he's a part of the clan that, you know, the group think mentality is saying he's it. He's a part of the megacrat. Got to take him out. Sorry. No, we have one more I, important person. We, we have two more important people to introduce, introduce as well. So we got Ian. Ian has two gorillas. <laughs> I do have two gorillas. Check it gorilla out. one and gorilla two. So the, the gorilla shirt, it's on the, it's on the store, but it's not it. YouTube hasn't approved it, I guess. I don't know how that works. Funny. But there's a, there's, we're making another one. We've, we, we, and we might have a limited edition one where it's the same shirt, but he's wearing a tinfoil hat. Okay. So that'll be like a bonus, maybe, maybe a, like an a exclusive purchase. We'll oh, sign it or something. So well. What's going on, Ian? You know, not much. I have actively not been engaged much in the, in the news media today, except for watching that guy at the airport get, get told he was on a no fly list. I mean, once you hear the, the pain in the individual's voice, I think is when it really, for me, is when it really hits home what, what what we could end up doing to these people inadvertently, and all well, of our all of us inadvertently incrementally. Look, if somebody committed a crime, like the dude who you know the pe the people who are attacking the cops and like literally killed the guy, like, those people go to jail. Right? Of course, I think so. But, yeah, but, for but sure. But there's there's mm -hmm. a lot of people who are being falsely accused. They're just because they're they're near there and their photos were there. In the New York Times, we had Richie on the show, and the New York Times put up a caption saying he was a rioter who punched the glass <gasps> when he was actually just like my phone it fell. He's a journalist. And and with Elijah, that's crazy stuff. So we'll talk about all this. And don't forget, Sour Patch Lids is over here pressing I all the buttons. I am over here in the corner pushing buttons. Ladies and gentlemen, we once again have a sponsor. I'm eternally grateful because in these trying times when people are getting nuked and banned and we have no idea what's going to happen, it's more important than ever that we, we have people who are willing to support the show. So I'm eternally grateful. Today's sponsor is Keto Elevate from Biotrust. You can check it out at eatrightandfeelwell.com. This is for those that want to diet or actually just eat right. It's not even about trying to lose weight or anything. I guess diet just does just mean eat right. It's medium chain triglyceride powder. You mix it in your smoothies. I, I We just did like some strawberries and some yogurt, mix it in. It's really, really good. And the thing about medium tra chain triglycerides, so I was reading this, this is crazy stuff. I don't know a whole lot about all the science, but it actually, if you're doing the keto diet, converts to ketones better than long chain triglycerides. So they say this is better than coconut oil. You get this special blend from eatrightandfeelwell.com. So check it out. If you order now, it's 51% off. There's a lot of cool things that come with it. If you're interested in, in, in you know, getting supplements, something that's going to help you out. They got a 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you have any issues, you can, you can hit it back up. They say Keto Elevate provides your body only C8, the most ketogenic medium chain triglyceride in its purest form. That means it provides very fast and effective support. It's going to make you uh, feel like you got better more energy, healthy appetite management, better athletic performance. Now, here's the cool parts. Free shipping. And if you order today, they're going to donate to a hung hungry child in your honor through their partnership with no NoKidHungry.org. To date, they have provided over 4.4 million meals to hungry kids. So please help Biotrust hit that goal of 5 million meals, uh, 5 million meals this year. Again, eatrightandfeelwell.com. Plus, you get a free VIP live health and fitness coaching from Biotrust's team of expert nutrition and health coaches for life with every order. Wow, really? For life? 
Man, that's really worth that's it. Cool. It's cool. We really do have. We have a bunch of this stuff downstairs. I'm not even kidding. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I skated today. We make smoothies with them. They also have the collagen stuff. So again, BioTrust, thank you so much for your sponsorship of the show. Considering politics is getting so insane, anybody willing to help support uh, our work and the things we talk about, you guys, you guys really do rock. So once again, eatrightandfeelwell.com. Check it out. And again, thanks. Let's uh, let's jump over to the first story. The story about prosecutors. This is from WTOP News. This is a local DC. Prosecutors weigh heavy hammer felony murder for rioters in Capitol officers' death. They say as federal prosecutors file charges against rioters who took part in last Wednesday's violent takeover of the US Capitol, investigators continue to gather evidence in the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who died from injuries sustained during the attack. While most murder investigations focus on the person or persons who caused the fatal injury, former federal prosecutor Tim Heafy said prosecutors could charge many rioters with felony murder, even if they were nowhere near Sicknick. Heafy led the months-long investigation to law, enfor- law enforcement performance before, during, and after the deadly 2017 uh, rally in Charlottesville. Heafy was in the U.S. Attorney for Western District of Virginia from December 09 through January 2015, appointed by Obama. Under the doctrine of felony murder, which applies in the District of Columbia, any murder that occurs during the commission of one of several underlying felonies is chargeable as felony murder, saying, quote, the classic example is if three guys go to rob a convenience store and one guy is the getaway driver. If in the commission of the robbery, the clerk was shot and killed, all three of the participants in the robbery of the store are potentially guilty of felony murder. On January 6th, as most of you know, there was a raucous event at the Capitol. Some call it an insurrection, some call it a riot, some call it storming. They say in the federal murder code, 11 underlying felonies, which can be part of a, of a felony murder, murder charge, are listed. One which could be applicable to the January 6th takeover is burglary. Quote, you could look at the storming of the doors of the Capitol by that riotous mob as burglary. If they went in with the intent to steal, disrupt proceedings, to commit other offenses, they committed burglary. And therefore, a murder that occurred during the course of a burglary could be potentially charged as felony murder. The mere act of breaking into the Capitol doesn't constitute burglary. Uh, pr- prosecutors would need to prove that they intended to do something criminal once they were inside. Let's say somebody storms the Capitol with the intent to disrupt Congress or steal the sign outside of Speaker Pelosi's door. And there's a murder that occurs in the midst of that. He could be charged with felony murder. As with any crime, federal or state, prosecutors have to weigh whether charges can be sustained in court. They say in this case, with crimes committed on federal property and in the, in the death of a federal employee, the U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, which prosecutes cases in both federal and local courts, would have the felony murder count at its disposal. So I'll say this. It wasn't just the officer who died. It was Ashley Babbitt. I think they, they if, if they go this route and they could, I, I'm not entirely sure they will. They could actually charge these people, maybe even every single person who went in the building with the death of Ashley Babbitt because a, a death occurred in the commission of a crime. There's a lot of things that are crazy about this. There have been photos popping up of random people who are like, well, I mean, most people, I guess we're kind of random in a sense, but some people who weren't even in the building. People are doxing them and saying they were there. That's enough. That's all that matters. Some people who weren't in the building at all. And in the case of the New York Times, we just mentioned this. Richie McGinnis, who's been on the show several times, who's a journalist. He's, he's actually the journalist who tried to save the life of the man who was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin earlier this year. He's, he's up against a window pointing down. And the New York Times ran a caption saying that he was a rioter who punched the glass when they wouldn't let him in, which is just not true. He dropped his phone and he was trying to ask someone to pick it up for him. So this is where things get weird. If they actually, I guess the question is, 
Are they going to go after all of the Trump supporters with an iron fist? When you look at Black Lives Matter and how the district attorneys were releasing these people and not charging them, there's a question of whether or not they're going to be biased against conservatives and just run them through the, you know, run them over the coals, throw the book at them. Or are they going to be worried about, you know, potentially setting off some kind of political spark by going for Trump supporters in this way? Um, I think a couple of things. One, this whole felony murder thing is an overreach in, in the worst way, because when you talk about three or four people robbing a convenience store, it's all coordinated. It's all planned. They, they are in cahoots with each other. All the people that stormed the Capitol, they didn't know each other. Were they on, were they all on parlor and saying, Hey, let, we're, we're going to do this particular thing. They didn't even know it. These people didn't even know each other. So you can't say that, or, or, or the person that, that shot David Dorn. Do you go, well, everybody who was committed, who, who was part of the riot, well, is complicit. You can't say that. That's the question of bias. All right. Well, here, here's they wouldn't do that for the riots in Black with Black Lives Matter. Would they do it here? Well, that's different. It, it, it's 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 a different story too because you're talking about district attorneys on a local level, on a state level. Now, with since this happened on federal property, you're talking about the DOJ and the up the incoming DOJ. So you're probably not going to see. You're, it's all this talk about charges, but you're not going to see anything really come about until after biden is inaugurated yep, exactly yeah unless yeah. unless trump comes out and just sweeping pardons everybody i i actually made a joke on my twitter about that you think it's gonna happen uh no it won't but uh well <laughs> yeah because trump but, doesn't have any but it could back. be but that that would be that would be kind of a bold move wouldn't you say <laughs> well another thing to really kind of understand here i remember seeing someone post and saying, well, it's good to see that the FBI could be effective when they want to be. Mm. And we have to admit, the FBI has been pulling out all the stops. There's videos of them of showing up at people's homes, stopping people at airports. They're putting yep. up signs on bus stops. So they're doing everything in their power and utilizing all of their power in an extensive way, which uh, seems like they're activated in a way that they weren't before. And if we're going to look at responsibility, I mean, there's already some investigations going around the Capitol Police. There's some officers suspended. Ended. But wasn't it uh, wasn't there six requests that were denied for extra yes. police assistance by the mayor's office? No, not that? By, no, not by the mayor's office. Who's this? It was you, by uh, Capitol Police. By the Capitol Police. So, six so, times yeah. they got denied. The, the mayor. This is really interesting. Muriel Bowser was, according to the New York Times, concerned about having an excessive police presence following a summer of riots and the criticism of over policing. She was like, I don't want it. We want limited, you know, National Guard just guiding traffic and some police. And so she said a narrow, unarmed mission. That's crazy. Six times they asked. They said, we need more police for this. And they're like, nah. Well, see, that's that's the thing um, when you read Twitter and everybody goes, didn't you see this coming? We saw this coming. We all saw it coming. You're like, well, the mayor didn't. The the black mayor of Washington, yeah. D.C. didn't. Well, so if she didn't, then— Well, she, she put out a statement like on the 5th saying, like, I'll make it clear I am not requesting a strong police presence right. here. It's the it's the aftermath yeah. of saying defund the police, man. The the politicians get scared and they're like, all right, all right, let's 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 hold back because we don't want like think about it after painting Black Lives Matter in the street, mm -hmm. renaming the plaza and then saying, I want a battalion of jackboots marching through the streets, locking everything down. People she would she would get roasted by the left 
So she's like, nope, nope. And now she's yeah. going to get roasted by the left but, no matter what. But she was already being roasted by the left when she went out of her way. She made sure that the street said Black Lives Matter. There was another argument because they wanted more. She didn't want to give it to them. But we have to Some, Somebody put defund the police next to it. Yeah. And then and, they like washed it off. Yeah. And, and then some people were being charged with hate crimes for, for putting out you know similar messages, but in a different kind of political uh, understanding. But another thing to really kind of... We really kind of really think here along the lines of everything that that's unfolding. We have to understand this is extremely political. When we have someone in a prosecutor's office, when we have someone appointed as attorney general, and we have George Soros giving them millions of dollars, there's a reason he's investing so much money because you not only get political favors, but you're able to kind of sweep the landscape of our society in ways that laws can't. Because when you choose how to enforce laws, and this is the selective enforcement of it to the highest degree when you see it done this way it is awe stunning to see what they could get away with you know it's funny uh she had posted this tweet where she was like it's a screenshot of parlor being removed mm -hmm. and she said "Rightos, this is what bezos has taken from you let's redistribute his wealth as as like revenge or whatever and i i just thought it was really funny and i'm like i'm okay with this i, I look I'm not really okay with the idea of like seizing the wealth of everybody and just spreading it around. There's a problem with corporate power and government power when it exceeds certain levels. But when you have someone like Bezos who has so much money and Mackenzie Bezos specifically putting billions of dollars into left-wing political causes, it's creating instability. So there's certainly something to complain about there. But I think it's funny you bring up, you know, the influence people get when they buy politicians, which they basically do. And there's really not, like, I don't know if there's a way we actually stop that process. But there is, I think, a left and the right, like left and the right could come together on this and be like, yo, these people are subverting our institutions. And that's a problem. Well, you'll also, speaking of parlor, you'll, you'll also never guess um, the, the Washington Post put out uh, the, the editorial board put out an opinion piece uh, about Parler. You'll you'll never guess what their opinion was. It's a good thing it was bad. It was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It was a good thing. Our boss did the right thing, I'll, basically. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. We're seeing Because Amazon, of, uh, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're seeing a lot of flip-flopping. Let's be honest here. We're seeing a lot of people flip from their original ideas of defunding to police to now the police are great. And Ashley, I love it. And there's even some individuals arguing that Ashley Babbitt deserved it. That's the, and, that's the left. Those people are sick. Yes. And, and when you're making arguments like that after having months of protest against mm -hmm. the police and now you're supporting the police, you ha really have to start <laughs> asking yourself what's going on here. And these flip-flops happen not just within the left. They happen within the right in some instances. But right now we are seeing this kind of shift of of basic kind of virtues overnight because of political power, because of wanting your side to win, because of gang affiliation, which is more important than the truth to many people. Let me say something. George Floyd should not have died. Brenna Taylor should not have died. Ashley Babbitt should not have died. It is a tragedy when any person loses their life. You know, I, I was saying it earlier. I don't care if you committed a crime. You know, I don't want you to die. I understand there are circumstances where someone could be violent and dangerous, and only in the process of trying to preserve life do we end someone else's life. It's self-defense. That's why we, that's why we allow that as a as a defense in court or as a reason not to prosecute somebody. But to see Antifa say that a person who has shot an unarmed person shot by a cop deserved it, wow! Talk about the utmost hypocrisy. Now listen, when I saw those conservatives throwing the Blue Lives Matter on the ground and then stomping on it, that to me looked more like anger and kind of a realization. 
as to what they were experiencing. And it was, it was for, for a lot of the, the conservatives who are, you know, being basically shut down by these cops, they've never had this happen before because conservatives don't protest for the most part. So to them, it was kind of like this new experience where they were like, dude, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous what they're doing. So they stomped on that flag. That's not hypocrisy. That's a change of opinion. To an extent, I can respect Antifa changing their opinion if their opinion was consistent. They're saying an unarmed woman who was shot by a cop deserved it. Okay. All right. So but the guy with the taser the, shooting wait, wait, at cops, wait. that's, you know, they're shouldn't saying, have they're happened. Saying, they're saying that the fascist U.S. government killing an unarmed woman is justified. Yep. Antifa no. defending what they what they claim to be fascists. Well, I love it. We're going into a very scary time where policies no longer matter and only power matters. And when you go towards this this particular instant of where we're at right now, we're going to see people leveraging that power and trying to use that power to try to hurt their political opposition. And and I think that's where we are right now with people trying to take advantage and and escalating threats and and fear mongering about them to to really rattle the, their base to support this kind of emergency takeover of civil liberties, because that's historically what always happens. You know, regarding no. Ashley Babbitt, I, I don't support. I'm not glad she's dead, but they no. she was climbing through a window into a sensitive area of the Capitol building with a few armed guards that were terrified for their lives and probably charged to protect things and people in there. Did you and see she the video back, footage? She had a backpack on, so she could have had a bomb in that, and that's probably what went through their mind when they saw. I, her. I, I think they had. I think they had. What are you going to? You're supposed to defend the Capitol. He couldn't see her. No, no, it's right, right. She listen, stuck her head up. That's there's why. police officers behind her. I know. There's cops, but listen, I'll say this: I don't think that officer should be criminally charged. He, he, it's his job to defend the Capitol. Yeah. He's got politicians inside and people were breaking the glass and trying to break in and she pops up and he fired. We can have, a, we can have a discussion about administrative procedure due to the fact that he fired on a person. Maybe he fired too soon. Maybe he should have waited. Maybe it was the right thing. We don't, we can have the discussion. Okay. No criminal charges in my opinion. Because yeah, you, you, you break your way into the Capitol. She may have been part of the group that they opened the door for. We have no idea. Maybe she was part of the group that shoved their way in. But you have an unarmed person and a bunch of bewildered and doting people who, many of whom didn't know what was going on, like that old grandma lady waving the little flag. Right. She clearly yeah. had no idea what was happening. And or, so, uh, so, <laughs> so, so for this woman to get shot, it's tragic. I wish it didn't happen. I yeah. don't blame the cop. I we, don't. We saw criminal charges for less for officers uh, right. before, which is also important to bring up. And, and I mean, there should be an entire investigation into what happened, and there should be a jury deciding what sh what should happen from here. But I, I don't think you're right, Ian. Uh, that's just my opinion. I mean, it's it, remember again, yeah. you're it's this is so different because it's on a federal level. Yeah, uh, these people are not elected. These you know the the uh, attorney general uh, is not elected. Uh, unlike say Keith Ellison in Minnesota, huh. he was elected. You know, uh, the, 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 the woman from St. Louis, uh, with the, uh, the, the McCluskey's yeah. Yeah, right so, yeah. elected and again, right. George Soros stuff. So that's, it, it's, it's an entirely different scenario and it's, and it's, and, and in a way it's, it's scarier on the state level because at least on the federal level, there's, well, there's, there should be less bias, but you know, it, 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 it depends on who you pick. It's we why this, this private police conversation starts is freaking me out we have a lot of people in here that are like and cap to the extreme where it's like no no public service we want private police only like a private policeman can shoot you dead <laughs> well, it, well it, it depends i mean if you make the argument for detroit detroit implemented private police and they had positive results because of that uh and and you know 
you really get into a big argument here that it's kind of taken away from the kind of conversation because there's still uh, just so many other things that we could delve into. But we I got, understand both sides of the argument here. We do have some breaking news, though. Trump has declared a state of emergency in D.C. ahead of Biden's inauguration. It's it's quite a simple story. It's really just Donald Trump approved it. They they said they want to declare a state of emergency mm-hmm. in D.C. There's threats against the inauguration. Trump says yes. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next uh, nine days or so. But they're saying this, armed armed protests yeah. at capitals, uh, armed protests in D.C. Who knows what? Is this Trump's first statement since that incident? No, 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 no. no. He no. released that yeah, Twitter yeah, no. statement. But other yeah, than that, ha- I mean, people are waiting and, and I've been there's been, lot. There's, yeah. there's been some weird stuff. Going yeah, on. I, I, yeah. I hear people like there's too many conspiracy theories. You know, I hear Trump's going to give a presentation and then he cancels it. And then the State Department thing pops up. Do you guys see this? No. Yeah. With the State Department claimed that Trump's uh, term had ended today <laughs> or whatever or was going to end today. And Mike Pence's as well. Yeah. And now they're saying it's like a rogue employee. I guess let's just, we'll just, we had, we had this one planned for later, but let's just, we'll jump straight to this one. Check this out from BuzzFeed. A disgruntled employee changed the State Department's website to say that Trump's term ends today, sources say. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is launching an investigation after biographical pages for the president and vice president were changed Monday. I don't, I don't buy the story. Everybody started sharing the state.gov biography of Trump. That it said Donald Trump's term ended and then the, the current date plus like a couple of hours. Yeah. It seemed like some kind of basic script to just say, you know, Donald Trump's term ended and then display time. You know what I mean? So that no matter what happened, every time someone went to it, it would show them the current time based on like UTC time zone or something. That's what it seemed like. So I don't know exactly what happened, but the thing was a rogue employee, perhaps. BuzzFeed says a disgruntled employee at the State Department changed the biogra- biographies of President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence to say their term was coming to an end on Monday, nine days before the president-elect Joe Biden is to be sworn in. Two current-serving diplomats with knowledge of the situation told BuzzFeed News. The changes of the State Department's website come days after Trump incited a deadly insurrection. Okay, we get it, BuzzFeed. The president's biography was changed to read, Donald J. Trump's term ended on 2021-01-11-1949. The vice president said 1944-22. The timestamp on Trump's page changed multiple times before both pages were removed around 3.50 p.m. and replaced with a 4.04 reading. We're sorry this site is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please try again in a few moments. One of the diplomats said that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has ordered an internal investigation into the matter, beginning with interns and employees leaving the State Department this week and next ahead of the transition to the Biden administration. So this is what it looked like. Right here it says Donald J. Trump, Trump, uh, Trump's, uh, Donald J. Trump's term ended and the date. And then you can see for Pence, it was very, very similar. You know, my response is when I saw this, right to jail. Believe it or not, straight to jail. Whoever did this needs to get locked up. No joke. Charges. Because we're at a time where extremely vulnerable. Okay, this country is going through serious turmoil. Nancy Pelosi, I'm not here to play games. I know that what I'm about to say is is a strong statement. But Nancy Pelosi, according to the Joint Chiefs of Pentagon officials, asked them to stage a military coup. And we can argue she didn't know what she was asking for, and that's fine. But it needs to be said. Pelosi went to the to Pentagon, to the Joint Chiefs, and said, do not obey lawful orders from Trump in certain circumstances. Incompetence is not a defense. If she didn't know what she was doing, she was still doing it. And 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 the argument I give is... She's been in Congress for 50,000 years. I mean, of course, <laughs> of course she, she, was she in, would know. She was in, like, Dinosaur Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she, she went to the Pentagon and said, if Trump gives you orders to, like, start a war or fire nukes or whatever, disobey them. 
And they said that would amount to a military coup. They cannot remove the president from the chain of the chain of command. He is the commander in chief. Why, why isn't that being said more of? So anyway, look, the point is, considering this state we're in with these kind of things happening, now would be the worst possible time for hackers to break in, to mess with our country, to start a war or to come at us. And then some dumb intern or whatever is like, I'm going to make a joke about Trump resigning. And now you get people panicking. How many? What, what if people like you've got people on edge? We had just people. We, we just had people storm the U.S. Capitol. This is not the time for jokes. So that's why I don't know if I believe it, because a lot of people were worried this was a hack, some kind of hack that went in and they and they added this or whatever. But either way, could you imagine what would happen if people around the country saw that message? We no longer have a president. No statement, no knowledge. I remember when Twitter got hacked, the Associated Press got hacked by the Syrian Electronic Army to to put out a tweet from uh, from the AP saying that Obama has been injured. And we lost like four billion dollars in stock value as soon as it happened. And then as soon as they corrected it, it, it's, it shot back up, but, ten, uh, but uh, uh, only a 90% recovery. These kinds of things aren't jokes. Whoever did this should get the book and the bookshelf thrown at them. But no they're, they were probably an Obama holdover. And, uh, and in how many more days is Joe Biden? They're probably going to get yep. the Medal of Freedom. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I, I, no, I, I agree. I mean, they, they should be. I don't think they should go to jail. I think they should just they should be fired. No, they should just be. You don't I, look. And I, I don't. But I, I don't know what happened. Like, I, did anybody go into like uh, the Wayback Machine yes. and see what this thing looks like? Because was that was that time was that timestamp there? And all they did was just add some HTML, HTML it, it, saying that it that his term is over, no. like right now. So, like, at a certain point in the way in the archives, there's nothing. It wasn't there. Okay. Someone placed it there, it seems like around the end of December, to have like the current date or something. Or, okay. or for whatever reason, we don't know why the date was changing. But there are versions from, from December. Whoever did this, in my opinion, was, was broke into these systems. It is, you, you, there, no one was granted authorization to claim Trump was removed from office or resigned. That's, that's serious. That's, that's not shutting down his Twitter account. That's telling everyone in this country the president's gone. Well, it's only telling people that are going to that website. I... I I do. I think State. they should be, gov. Do I think they should be punished? Yes. This is, this but is, but what's but what's the the State what's Department the crime? The State Department website. Yeah, but what's the crime? Well, the the actual statutory crime is the violation of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, unauthorized access to a computer server, for which I think the minimum is like twenty five years. Considering it was the State Department, that's serious. I'm not okay with these people playing games right now, man. We just had five. We have five people die. Right. Okay, we've got people freaking out in this country. We've got dramatic escalation in, 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 in every political uh, uh, arena. Censorship is going through the roof, calls for the expulsion of Republicans for some dumb employee to be like, oh, I'm going to make a joke. But here's nah, but uh-uh, uh-uh. my 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 point is. Does anybody believe it? No, believe that it was a rogue employee. No, no. Does anybody believe that that? Oh my God! I just saw this timestamp. Oh, that means the president. Yes, they, no, yes. No, but look no, at, look nobody's at, believing because no, 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 Trump uh-uh, is still in on. office. So no. That, so I, Wait, I, where's Trump been? He's not given a public statement. And you know what I was hearing? Because look, listen, I follow as much as I can from all of these different tribes. I follow the mainstream media leftists and the Democrats and Republicans, and I listen to what the lefty, you know, conspiracy people and the right wing are. There are left wing people. I saw posting on Facebook saying Trump was supposed to give a speech. And then this website pops up announcing he's resigned and now his speech was canceled. They believed it. They did. 
Look, man, regular people that look, think, imagine that little old lady in the Capitol. You saw that picture of the granny waving the little flag. That lady has no idea what's going on. I'm not trying to be mean, but come on. She was confused and bewildered. Like Joe Biden. And she sees on the website, Trump is no longer president. She's going to believe that. And, and, and look, it's not even about whether or not people believe it for the most part. It's about the fact that somebody, because they were an angry Trump derangement syndrome moron, broke into a system exposing a vulnerability in our, in, in our state department. Like, dude, we're on, we're on edge so much. We can't, we can't, we can't do this, man. Well, I'm not saying that I'm, look, I'm trying to be objective here. I'm, I'm this person should be punished. Yes. Do I think that the, that the people that had nothing to do with the murder, be charged with felony murder? No. So again, I'm I'm trying to you, you know I'm trying to look. I'm not, to, I'm not to saying lower the temperature. I agree. I'm know. not saying give them 25 years, but I'm saying they should be given you know some kind of charge. It's got to be you can't go into government systems and do this. And that's fine. I you know like, I don't think that they should go to jail for 25 years though. That's right, just kind right. of re- ridiculous. No, no, no. Right. I, I agree. They definitely Joe Biden will pardon pardon him anyway. <laughs> Could you imagine Joe Biden being like this patriot who tried to remove Donald uh-huh. Trump to build back better? We're gonna. Pardon him. First thing. <laughs> I don't know, should man. be arrested. I don't know who it is, if it was one person. I mean, you need to pull some out and be like, this is the guy that did it, and we don't know if that's right either. So I'm going to say that this person who did it probably put it out there to say, you know, right. to, to like, hey, hey look, there's this thing. Look at look at this. It's crazy, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, you know, I saw a tweet. I think it was from Redhead Libertarian. I'm not entirely sure, so if I'm miscrediting you. But it was like that point when you realize our systems are made of are cobbled together with sticks and stones. That was me. Oh, that was you. That That was you who tweeted that. I said that our systems are pretty much held together with toothpicks and cobwebs. Like balsa wood and cotton candy. Because it's nothing. One person can do this. It's insanity. I didn't know you were the redhead libertarian. uh, Apparently I am. (laughs) But, (laughs) But think about what they've exposed with this stupid joke that some dumb rogue employee at the State Department could break the whole thing. Think about what that means. I wonder what else up there is fake exactly. right now. But yeah. it's everything. I mean, look look at all these holdovers from the previous eight years. All the leaks. Where do you think those leaks came from? Trump needs- Not Republicans. You know, you know, you know it was funny. I, I think uh, I, I, I'm going to miscredit whoever said this, so I'm not going to credit anybody. It was me. Just they said <laughs> the one thing Trump was famous for he didn't do, fire people. Mm, yeah. He should have just fired people, and he didn't do it. Fire no, everyone. he no, he did. He you know he he, he fired. He didn't fire um, the right people. He hired and fired a lot well, of he, people. Okay, that's true. Uh, yeah. No, uh, but but you know you can't. It's it's very hard to fire government employees. We know this, right? Trump made it so easier. It, it's one thing to, to fire to hire and fire Jim Mattis. It's another thing to fire some low level. You know, I mean, you, you, look at look at what Andrew struck. You know, I mean, Peter Struck. Peter Struck. Sorry, Andrew Struck. Andrew McCabe. You, yeah, Andrew McCabe. Yes, thank Andrew. you. Uh, I, yeah. I had a long train ride, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but you know, even it was it was hard to get rid of them too. I mean, there there was pushback there, right? Of course. So and and actually did something, oh, and, which I'm not saying that this State Department guy didn't do something. Either. I just I just think you know this person's anti-Trump. Sure. So, you know, going like off half the government. Right. You go off of the previous discussion we had, you know, we're talking about arresting people for murder or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if the prosecutors are like, we're going to bury them in books. Like, it's going to it's gonna be an example tenfold. And then with this, they're like, well, it was just a harmless it was joke. A pr- it was a prank, bro. And we all hate Trump, right? Because the orange man is bad. So sure. It sounds okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, um, I don't. 
can can we go back to the inauguration for a second? Um, you know, I think Secret Service probably has everything covered as far as safety, and you know, the these things happen, you know, once every four years, like clockwork. So I think they kind of have everything that they need to do. And but I hope but, so. but honestly, I do not understand why this inauguration is even taking place. I mean, fine. Yes. The ceremony of, you know, him being sworn in that has to happen, but having, uh, 1600 people in stands in front of the Capitol, isn't that a super spreader? Event? I thought be, that Joe Biden didn't like that plexiglass stuff. Plexiglass between all of them. They're going to stand yeah, six give me feet a away from them. Well, right? no, so, so, so what I heard is that he's going to put his hand on order, the sanitizer instead of the Bible. Well, no, 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 no. This is, this is serious. <laughs> that, that in order to do it, what, what's going to happen is once you arrive for the inauguration, if you're one of the attendees, you wait in line. They have you six feet apart. And then they have these uh, eight foot by uh, uh, three, three by three by eight cubes. Like, or not cubes, but like, you know, big, big chambers. They lock you in made of plexiglass and they bolt, they padlock it and they put you on a forklift and just carry you in and put you down. You can't leave. You're trapped inside and you're banging and it's airtight and there's no sound. But then Joe Biden's safe. So great. (laughs) (laughs) You're this look. You're like, no, it's like you you got everyone's going to die because you had me halfway. (laughs) No, look, I, I think it, I think it's so hypocritical for him to be holding this thing. And there's also going to be. Onlookers too. It's and, a celebration, and I, just and like his win when during on election night. Look, you know? the, the guy's celebrate. Been, the guy's been yeah. wanting to be president since the eighties. Yeah. So this is his moment, right? Nothing is not even COVID is going to stop this dude's moment. And you know what? And and I, <laughs> but and he's I not going to remember it. And though. you know what? And you know what we're going to hear in the evening? I guarantee it. Biden's inauguration was bigger than Trump's oh, inauguration course. crowd. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What they're going to do is they're going to say that based on online numbers. They're going to make the streaming for this makes it the biggest inauguration in history, even though when Trump was getting inaugurated, they discounted the live stream views and said that it was smaller than Obama's. Right. And then Trump was like, but look at the live stream, you know, the well, ratings the, were huge. Well, the way that Sean, well, I mean, look, I, I've been a, I, I've been a big critic of Sean Spicer and the way he came out and and presented it was just the dumbest way possible. Just just set the tone for the entire four years by coming out. First thing you do is like yell at all the reporters. I want to sing a line from Alanis Morissette's Ironic (laughs) about the old man, but I don't want to say it because it has to do with the president. But I think you understand the joke. You know, an old man turned in the eight. He won the presidency. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. But I'll leave it it at that uh, for those that are familiar with the song. I guess, you know, I, yeah, I'm really curious how they're going to be doing the inauguration because, again, we see Joe Biden as the kind of plexiglass, social distancing, always wear a mask, 100 days of masks are coming, presidency. How are they going to do it with everyone standing together behind him? Uh, how are they going to do it with that crowd? I, think if, I mean, if they do it, he's a he's a gigantic yeah. hypocrite and he needs well, to be called well, out on, oh, it, on but it. But they will not be called well, out on it. And, and that's what that's yeah. what kills me. This double standard. Yeah. Well, this know, well, one thing already, one thing already. They have a crap ton of National Guard. They have a crap ton 10, of troops coming together, mingling together. And, and again, this is also something that that has affected small businesses tremendously mm-hmm. on such a severe level. So for them to pull this off, it, it's really going to be something. And, and second of all, it's also interesting to see New York Governor Andrew Cuomo tweet today that we need to open up businesses. <laughs> so maybe when the Biden administration comes in, maybe there's going to be a, another kind of flip of policies where COVID's going to be magically over. Like uh, Trump said. Well, we've yeah. always been saying that. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's been a joke. Happen. But 
Well, yeah. but but then Joe Biden keeps saying it's going to be long, dark winter. Dark winter. What if, and what, you know, what if at the inauguration, like Biden comes out and he's got his arm around like two young dudes wearing Hawaiian shirts and sunglasses, and he's kind of slumped over, <laughs> and he's wearing sunglasses and a hat, and they like bring him up, and like his arms flopping, and he flops onto the Bible. I think there was a movie about. Yeah. That. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, there was there was also a great political ad. For it too, did you oh, see? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was no, great. About, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. They're like, this is what we have too. to w- to try and win, and yeah. like, and he wins. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, I hope it goes off like normal, man. I, I you know, whatever it is. If they're, if they're hypocrites, I wouldn't be surprised. It should be canceled. Well, they should, are hypocrites. It, no, it should legit thing. be. It should be the first Zoom yeah. inauguration, <laughs> and that's it. And and instead, they're going to have sixteen. The the stand holds sixteen hundred people. They're all going to be wearing masks outside, and you're like, well. Why could you do it there, but you couldn't do it in yeah. other things? Well, like why were why were they considered super spreaders and this isn't? Well, right, well, and then yeah. with the crowd and with with because you think you think the people are are going to go? Yeah, I'm just going to stay home. Like no, people are going to come out, yeah. and I think partially because they want to say we need to make this bigger than yeah. Trump. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to yeah, they're going to take <laughs> out their, their champagne agenda. bottles. They're going to be swinging it, mm-hmm. passing it around Sharing to the next person. It, yeah. And they are hypocrites. So I think you might be right because again, we have to understand here, especially on the topic of small business, the same people who are arguing that you need to shut down small business to defeat COVID mm-hmm. are the ones who are screaming right now that businesses could do whatever they want. They could censor whoever they want because they're big private corporate entities that should be left alone. Magically, again, a major shift in policy that no one's calling out or or addressing well so can you know considering these double standards i want to talk about this video that's going viral we have the story from the daily mail quote they called me an effing terrorist moment burly pro-trump protester sobs at dc airport after finding out he's been put on a no-fly list i want to play this video first i'm not entirely sure that's true there's a no-fly list but let's play so you can you can you can hear one of you but this is what they do to us so this is just a video all right there's a guy walking away you heard what he said basically that quote they're calling me an effing terrorist i heard that it might actually be that he wouldn't wear a mask and people are assuming it has something to do with mm-hmm. what happened at the capitol and that he's angry they're calling me a terrorist because he's not wearing a mask right maybe but we know that Alaska Alaskan Airlines did put 14 people on the no-fly list, and there's been some discussion around this. But man, when I saw that video, this is a middle-aged guy. He's burly. He's not some like dinky little, you know, scrawny individual, whiny little soy boy or whatever you want to call it. He is a whiny big Trump supporter. <laughs> and so I wonder when you see this this defeat, this desperation, this exasperation, that's uh I'm I'm actually kind of worried about hearing that kind of emotion coming from people because, you know, I was thinking about just what they teach you in terms of cornering a scared animal, right? It might be a rabbit, but you back it into a corner, that thing will attack you, you know? Yeah. So you get a bunch of Trump supporters. You put them on no-fly lists. You beat them down. They've been defeated. And now what happens? They go after them with the full weight, full force of the government, threatening, you know, oh, maybe there'll be felony murder charges for anybody who's there next. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe now, if you're a musician, we're going to kick you off your label simply for listening to Trump speak and then going home. Maybe we'll cancel your book deals. We'll kick you out of Congress. They are beating down these people so hard, you're going to get a bunch of desperate, angry, and and just 
exhausted individuals who just don't care anymore. Yeah. And that's when it gets scary. When when you look at the history of the no-fly list, it came after yet another emergency that the government milked. That, of course, was 9-11. And that system was used and abused where people with the same names, babies, people who had nothing to do with anyone or anything were literally told that they couldn't fly. And the their way of having any regress or any way to have any accountability or get the name off of this no-fly list was virtually impossible. This happened for many years, so seeing this now implemented politically, I mean, if you're going to charge someone, charge someone. What's right. the purpose of banning them from flying home or being home or even just uh, transporting or, or going from place A to B? What's the point? What's going on here? We need more information. If they did something wrong, charge them. Let's let's get this over Absolutely. with. Stop messing with them and toying with them and trying to also... And I think another reason they're doing this, and we're seeing a lot of videos of people being arrested at airports, is to set a chilling effect, is to scare people, is to make people think, well, maybe if I'm a Trump supporter, this is going to happen to me as well. And that's that's something that should be immediately called out, because just like the no-fly list was used and abused after 9-11 with Muslims and other innocent people, it's being it's going to be used and abused uh, with the new kind of Patriot Act 2 point oh that they're proposing that they're going to be instituting and, and yet again government's going to be exploiting another tra tragedy another emergency for powers that they will never give back and this is the double standard there i have two points to make the the first point is you have governor ralph north uh, ralph uh northam you have um bird what what is his uh you know the former kkk guy right uh, robert bird yeah robert yes, bird yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Biden was pictured with those guys those people are allowed to redeem themselves. Those people are allowed to, to, uh, change their, their thinking yeah. on all these things, right? They're allowed to be redeemed because they have a D next to their name. All right. But when you have, when you have a man who, I, I, again, context is everything here. Yeah. We don't know if it had to do with a mask or, or whatever, right? But if you're, if you're just a normal yeah. person who likes Trump, has a Trump hat, and then somebody says suddenly, oh, you're, you're a bad person. We're going to fire you from your job. We're going to delete your, your yep. Facebook account. We're going to uh, get you fired. We're going to put you on no fly list. Now, let's say that that person is a racist, right? And all those things happen. D d does them getting fired and getting basically canceled make them less racist or more racist? Do you think they're going to become more racist? They're going to become more angry, right? right? And the same thing with the, with this poor Trump supporter. I mean, that just hearing that audio and not knowing the whole context, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. That that man is in pain. Yeah. And we don't know why. And if it's something stupid just like like Ariel Pink, the the record art the, the musician yeah. who just went to a Trump rally. He likes Trump. There's things you you're, you're there's things you're allowed to like Trump for. Well, not the, anymore because if you do, you're labeled the, all these things. And the then Abraham Accords, yeah. completely racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, he's he did some great yeah. things. You know, when you talk about um, uh, the the opportunity zones, those are good yeah. things, yeah. right? But then you know you you can say, look, it's like Ben Shapiro says: there's good Trump and there's bad Trump. Mm -hmm. yeah. When when Trump does good things, we praise him for it. When he does bad things. We go after him for it. Yeah. And I agree 100%. And we should do that to Biden. Yeah. But but just going after people and just, just trying to completely ruin their lives just because they like a guy yeah. who's who's absolutely flawed is 
incredibly scary. Well, think about where we go in the next several years. And this is what I think Republicans are too stupid to realize. Mitch McConnell, talk about dumb. Does, what do you, you think is going to happen in 2024 when any Republican tries running? Any, any one of them. No matter who it is, they're going to scream Nazi. And they're going to say it's Trump 2.0. No matter what. They called Bush a Nazi. I remember seeing the protest signs. It is... I, I, what was is, isn't it true that they've equated like every Republican candidate going back like forty fifty years? They've, they've, he's been called a Nazi or a fascist. Right, yeah. or something oh yeah, like they called they called George Bush a Nazi. They called Ronald Reagan a Nazi. Right, right. They right. called George Ronald Bush, Reagan yeah. a Nazi. So you know, spare me your indignation, Democrats, because it's all the game. Well, it's you, all you, game. you look at how bad things are now. Come twenty twenty four. The, the Republican candidate is not going to stand a chance. Yep. They're going to be completely obliterated. It'll be it'll be Trump. The fake news and hoaxes about Trump tenfold. It depends. Well, he. Well, it depends. He, I mean, we're, look, we're only yeah. looking. I'm sorry. We're only no. looking at we're 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 looking at it from like one angle, which is Biden's popular now. Biden won, and then whoever runs in 2024, you know, uh, is going to be running against him. Maybe not because because first of all. Do you think that Joe Biden is going to be campaigning for a second term? He didn't campaign this time around. <laughs> right. So. But but he's not going to but he's not going to have an excuse unless there's a, like another global pandemic, all right? And 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 if he steps down, he, anybody could beat Harris. I Tim could beat Harris. And definitely. well, Tim's well, Tim's definitely a smarter guy than, yeah. you know, and better, you know, a better skater. Well, for well, sure. I, you know, well, I more but, agree with Tim mainly because when you control the institutions of information, mainstream media, social media, you pretty much control what people can and cannot hear. That's unlimited power that essentially sets them in a position that can't be challenged. But you think you don't think that people are going to see what's happening right now and totally be motivated how will they to... see what's happening now when the mainstream media is advocating for all forms of competition to be removed when big tech companies are removing these videos people who had photos from the capitol not even like like from dc not even at the capitol are having those photos removed memes making fun of this year are being removed sure okay but but as Pelosi far... tried banning memes do you but, hear this? Yes. That was a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. but as far as policy yes. goes, you're going to have you're going to have yeah. all these states that are going to be uh, their 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 citizens are going to be freaking out about Second Amendment rights because uh, when Kamala was running, first she said she was going to do a uh, an executive order about about guns, and it's like Joe Biden's like, no, you can't do that. Then she said, well, I'm going to put I, I want Congress to bring up legislation in the first hundred days. And if they don't, then I'm going to do this. Right. So with a with Congress in Democratic control. Now you can see these things happen. You can see you can see uh, a push for there. There's a push forward for um, getting rid of the Electoral College. There's a push for Puerto Rico and. Uh, Washington D.C. to become a state. Yeah. I, I don't know about Guam, but I mean, they might Some as well. Two, two more senators. Why not? Let's have six senators, right? So all these things are going to happen, and people are going to be like, what, whether or not they can tweet about it or parlay about it. I don't, I don't know if that's the, the term. That is the term. Is it really? Yeah. They can parlay about it, but people are people are going to be upset, and you're going to be mobilized. And 2022. Remember this, Warnock, Raphael Warnock, the the superhero sounding. Uh, <sighs> Yes, sadly. Right? <laughs> he, do you know? Do you know when his term is up? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, because it's a special election. he doesn't get, he doesn't get a full term because he's he's uh, finishing out Johnny Isaacson's term. Right. So 
maybe Georgia will get it together in two years, right? And I don't then think so. the, yeah. the, the, look, the, the, the people as, didn't turn out. It was a turnout as, problem. As Michael Tracy said, the left liberal monoculture is merging with the state. So when you look at the suppression from big tech, let's 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 before yeah, when you look at the suppression uh from the Democrats calling and advocating for the expulsion of Republicans. Like I don't I don't see how we we come back to this point when af- after they've already had control of everything. You know what I mean? Like part of the reason they lost in Georgia was Stacey Abrams getting this consent decree <laughs> from the governor. A Democrat filed a suit, they had a consent decree it changed the rules without the state legislature, and other rules are changed, and it heavily favors Democrats. And it's and and again, turnout did affect Republicans. But do you think Republicans are going to get more organized as the tools for organization are stripped away? Well, we didn't have. I I think that maybe uh, people are going to be turning to you know alternate ways to mobilize and communicate. Pigeons? But by e- no, by email. Just you know, people. They are, banned Trump's email list. That well. Okay, that's fine, but smoke you, know, you can't. Yes. You can't no, play, listen. You can't. You can't do it to everybody, right? I mean, they can. If you put together an email list, they'll just see. Google will be like, "This person's doing an email list. He's a fascist. But, Gotta ban him." Yeah, but, but one thing, a, one but thing that's good like about email lists is you could, you could export your emails and actually have a physical copy of right. them and move them to another server that right. might take it down. But another thing that I think personally will happen, I think things will spiral out of control and this kind of cycle of violence is going to continue. I don't want it to, but I believe that's going to happen because all the ingredients that created this situation, they're being added instead of subtracted oh, from, this, from, the this, from the cycle and it's only going to get worse and it's only going to keep spiraling out of control and I don't want it to happen. And I've been warning people, you've been warning people and, and all the signs are on the wall that this is going to lead to a crazier, I mean with the no-fly list, what is that going to achieve other than a chilling effect, other than scaring people and creating more people on the fringe. Now, this yep. started just... Now, let's talk about the merits here because this was talked about by a flight attendant unit, but now it's being taken up by House Democrats that are talking with Homeland Security in special committee meetings. And and according to some people, this has already been instituted. We're seeing a lot of people being arrested. We're seeing a lot of people crying. We're going to see a lot of people who were milling around, didn't do anything bad, up, bad caught up in it, punished, and then essentially even radicalized even more. I don't want that to happen. There are some bad actors. They do deserve to be dealt with. But when you're dealing with average people, when you're setting up a chilling effect, when you're censoring people and stopping them from having speech, you're not showing you have the moral high ground. Because when you have the moral high ground, when you have something that you think you're you're better or good at, you let that speak for itself. You don't need to squash any kind of dissenting voices against that. With that kind of authoritarianism, with that kind of unlimited unchecked power we are truly entering a time where they're not going to be un- they're not going to be checked Luke, and, and they're going to use that power for uh I, I, for, for their political enemies i have to stop you okay yep. i have i have to tell you that these people were monsters and and this this next image you're going to see this person needs to be placed on the shocking. no-fly list look at this shocking. look at this shocking image of a little old lady smiling bewildered oh. we're holding her little she's holding a little thermos and she's holding a little American flag. I'm sorry, man. I'm not trying to be mean to her, but she clearly has no idea what's going on. And, and they're like, it was an insurrection. Yeah. I mean, there was a group of people that were bashing cops <laughs> and, and by all means, charge them. And there were some doting old women who were confused. And the cops opened the doors and they're like waving little flags yeah. as they walk in. Like, there, were, there were, I mean, I, I think it depends on where, you know, if you were breaking windows and, and, and going in that way. Yeah, you're probably going to be. 
uh, met with some kind of force. But if you're like grandma's like, oh, here, let me hold the door open for you, miss. The cops you know? open the door. Uh, yeah. And, and it's like in a, in, there were people taking selfies. I, lo- I love on Twitter the indignation. Like, <laughs> they were taking selfies. Well, that, cop, like, that cop got suspended, the cop who took the selfie. But like what, – what was it? What was this crime? What kind of like, if there, is that? if if there was like one side of the building where it's like that that building's supposed to be open, right? It, I don't know about the I don't know I don't know about the Capitol building, the chambers. Um, well, no, they okay, had layers not, not, of security that day, yeah. making sure people couldn't walk. Right, in. but may, maybe not the house floor, but but there were definitely there were definitely some mixed. There was definitely some miscommunication because some people were opening doors, others yep. were were trying to hold them shut. So there's and well, this is where it gets scary. Are they going to take so so you have, you have a video where the doors are opened and the cops are just standing there yeah and, and one of the cops says something to the effect of disagree with it but agree with your right to protest I don't know if he says you can disagree with it but I agree with your right to protest or I disagree with it I'm not sure exactly what he says there's been different quotes from different people but there are a bunch of people just walking you know s- slowly and, and like little flags and then the cops are just standing there and they're like nodding and, like, walking agree, within the agree. ropes yep staying within the ropes as they walk through. And then there were some people that smashed that bookcase with like that famous literature that was on it. Yeah, sure. Or, I'm sh- I'm so sure that there was like women's historical literature on that, well, on that listen, one bookcase. I, I think, don't buy it. I think that got knocked over because they broke the, gl- the window to get in. Because that, you, yeah, and then they boarded po- up the possibly. window and it probably knocked it over. But you know, to uh, you get into you those buildings though, you you do need to go through security. Right. You do need to, uh, you know, I, I went a year and a half ago and, and, you know, it's it's not like the toughest security ever, but they, you know, they they wand you and they check your bags and stuff. They clearly were not doing that. I'm here. sure you you saw what AOC said about it. Something oh, like God. we're seconds away from half of Congress being assassinated. Oh, yeah, oh, and and then by, she, by this lady, pull it up again. She was coming for AOC. The American flag was actually an assassin's blade. I'm scared. And her, and, she, and her little thermos was actually a spy uh, yeah. a spy uh, device for releasing. Toxic there was a bomb chemicals. in it. True story. Uh, but, but ASC. There were bombs, man. Let's be real. It was, it was dangerous stuff going on. But who knows, who knows where those bombs came from? Let's see. Right. There's a video of some dude dropping them. Okay. Or like walking up. Well, ASC saying that Trump said to storm the house floor. She said that. She said Trump said to storm the house floor. Yeah. So, or, or, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but she said that Trump said to storm, you know, to, to go inside and go on the house floor. He never said that. No, he he said, "Let's go to the Capitol and and, and cheer, cheer for cheer for politicians and cheer and not cheer for others or something like that." I no, mean, he he wanted them to like he wanted the process to play out. He wanted his hearing finally, and the Trump supporters who went and shut that down. I love the yeah, thanks guys. You had the live streamers like Trump's going to be happy with us. Oh, he's going to be happy that you disrupted the one time finally on CNN they would air complaints and evidence and uh, and wow. It was the one thing that we had, and you ruined it. <laughs> I know, it was I the know. one thing. That's all we had left, and you guys and you guys screwed up. Thank you so much. This They're is why charged, I said. Man. This is why I said the last time I was here that these protest. The, yes, the pro. I said the protests don't do anything. I'm, I was wrong. <sighs> protests are only have a negative effect to the people that are protesting. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I actually had people go, "Oh no, the protest is." Yeah. It, it just set the tone for the next four years. Trump terrorists, Trumpism, if, everything they needed, everything oh, they they've been it. begging for. They, 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 they've been sitting in their room, lying awake at night, under their covers, their flashlight, wishing just something would happen so they could prove everything they said was true. 
For we've been we've been expecting this for the last four years, including remember, Mayor Bowser. Remember that Time Magazine? I think it was Time Magazine cover of all the angry Trump supporters yelling, and it was like, "What happens if Trump loses?" <laughs> they gave them everything yeah. they've been asking for for four years. Trump supporters weren't rioting. You know, they weren't smashing windows and screaming and setting fires. No. And they kept saying Trump supporters are dangerous and white supremacy and the far right and all this. And then finally, just before Trump leaves, they had to make sure they left the administration with they they left the incoming administration that one day to make all of those past four years come true. It was was almost like they're, you know, it, it was almost like they were saying, you know, maybe maybe BLM had a point. With their, well, with, look with their, said. yeah. And Gomer. now let's, let's just, why don't, why don't we, uh, kind of co-opt some of their methods and ideas? Maybe, maybe that Gomer, could help us. Louis Gomert said this when his lawsuit was kicked out. Right. He said, and the message is you have to be as violent as Black Lives Matter or Antifa. Now, the funny thing about that is that all of a sudden I saw these lefties, these journalists being like, oh no, he's inciting violence. And I'm like, what? but I thought those were peaceful protests. Right. So if they're as violent as the peaceful protest, they too would be peaceful. No. And of course, wow. there's all the articles, uh, the side by side articles, like back, back from the summer. It's like, yep. uh, you know, violence does have its place. And then they're like, you know, now in 2021, it's like violence is never the answer. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you guys seen the most recent Ryan Long skit? Oh, where it's yeah. radical oh, right yeah, versus yeah, radical yeah. left protesters. I have not seen that. And it's so great. Yeah. I love it. There was so, so much incitement it. this year. We have to admit it. I mean, there, there was a, even a compilation video of all the news organizations, of all the kind of left-wing thought thinkers being like, yes, we have to excuse it. The ends justify the means, and we were calling it out, and it needs to be called out, whether it's from the left or from the right. It doesn't matter. Whenever you invoke violence politically, everyone loses. We're all losing right now, and we're going to lose a lot more unless people heed the warnings that we're sending out there and other people are sending out there because, again, we, one thing we need to also understand here on this larger point, it's only going to get worse from here. I don't want it to. We have to do everything in our power to try to prevent it. And we're in for a hell of a 2021. Let's talk about probably one of the craziest, maybe stupidest things the the, the left faction, the billionaires could have done. And it's the, it's the removal. Nominate Joe Biden. Sorry. I mean, it seems to work, work out for him so far, but we'll see how it plays out. Check us out. Parler is suing Amazon for suspending app from cloud service claims antitrust violation and breach of contract. Parler is seeking temporary relief after after being blackballed by Amazon Web Services. A lot of people uh, uh, actually let me slow down. If you're not familiar, Parler is very much like Twitter microblogging platform where you get followers, you can make posts, and it was fast growing, probably the fastest. It was the number one app on iTunes. It was removed by iTunes and by Apple and Google. It was then banned by Amazon, Amazon Web Services. The interesting thing, a lot of people said, why would Parler use Amazon Web Services? That's, that's such, such a dumb thing to do because of course they'll ban you. That you, you need to find your own web, you know, uh, servers or, or web hosting. Gab, which is also a microblogging platform, created their own hosting system and they're building their own infrastructure. So why would Parler use Amazon? In fact, I think it was the smartest thing they could have done. Because they had a contract with Amazon that if they're going to be terminated, they get 30 days, which is enough time for them to solve their problems and, and move to a new you know, provider. Mm-hmm. But what happens now is Twitter was also using Amazon. Hmm. So what do we get? In this lawsuit, it's fascinating. Parler says, recently, Amazon signed a multi-year hosting deal with Twitter. Then Parler is fast becoming the number one competition for Twitter. Amazon bans Parler. 
So there's clearly a conflict of interest and a benefit for Amazon's large, massive, and valuable multi-year contract partner. But here's what they say. They claimed Parler wasn't enforcing their rules. More specifically, they said, we don't believe they will enforce their rules. There was, I think, something like 60, I could be wrong. There was a small handful of posts that were inciting violence. Parler said in the suit, we remove them all immediately because they violate our rules. We do not allow incitement to violence. It is illegal. At the same time, when Amazon gave them 24 or, or, or so hours to, re- to move their entire platform, violating, breaching the contract they had with them, Hang Mike Pence was trending on Twitter, and Twitter did nothing. And Amazon said nothing. No public statement, no threats to Twitter, nothing. We're also hearing that you know, they're trying to claim that these people at the Capitol were organizing on Parler. Glenn Greenwald said that's not true. They organized on Facebook. Where was anyone going after Facebook? At this point, it should be obvious to everybody what's going on. We've seen it before with Patreon. This is really fascinating. When Patreon banned a bunch of people, they all flocked to Subscribestar, which was a competitor to Patreon. So what happened? Payment processing companies, I think like PayPal and Stripe, Mm -hmm. immediately severed services to Subscribestar, which shows what they're really trying to do is to protect their monopolistic power in Silicon Valley. There's no reason to ban Parler. It was a lie. It has nothing to do with threats. They just grab a few screenshots and they post them. But I tell you what, I can go on Twitter right now and probably probably find 10,000 death threats and violence. And I'll add one more to the layer. While this is going on, I have personally filed several complaints to Twitter over, let's just call it extremely abusive content directed at me, and they have not removed it. Can I now demand that Amazon ban Twitter because I have been trying to get stuff taken down that directly threatens me? And 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 I'm going to leave out specific details as to what these posts are, but they are some of the it's 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 bordering. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to reveal too much about what's going on and why I'm having to report people. But it's serious. It's very serious threats. Twitter won't take them down. At least with Parler, there was, you know, to sign up for a Twitter account, you you just you know, have a, a fake email with parlor. I think you needed to, you know, have your, uh, your phone number and it was KYC. It's, yeah. it's, it's almost, it's almost easier to track down somebody. Like I'm sure that if I, I would, I'm pretty sure that if somebody, if the DOJ came up to parlor and said, look, this person is involved in terrorism, that they would go here, here's all the information we have, you know, uh, just, because, well, they said they were cooperating with law enforcement. Right. So, so to to completely shut it down and move those bad conversations to you know to, to basically the the depths of the internet. At least on Parlor, you could you could see it wide open, right? So this is you think that you think the DOJ is going to go after Amazon for antitrust over this? Nope. Hell no. Right. Twitter harbors far leftists who to this day have organized and called directly for violence. No issues. None. Well, well, Tim, you know, if you don't like what Amazon or Google is doing, you should just build your own CIA connected monopoly multinational corporation. You know, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yes. It's that simple. <laughs> that simple. I mean, we'll, we'll call Lady, it. Lydia, you want to get on it? Yeah, on I'm, in, I'm in on it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> no, but we've got to make some points here. I mean, uh, when we look at, you know, the history of something like Twitter and Facebook, there's a long history of people publishing information that hurt other individuals. So there's a long history of people inciting violence, whether it's the Arab Spring or jihadis or even the Christchurch town shooting. Uh, that was a live streamed. There was a massacre live streamed by 
a tech company that allowed the video to go everywhere. So when we're talking about let's hold these companies responsible for what they're doing, um, that points back right at Facebook, that points back right at Twitter, but it essentially points back that no, no, we, we can't le- set up this kind of president where, where people are responsible because of what people do on communication uh, lines. It's like the same as charging AT&T because some jihadi used their phone or used their company to talk to another jihadi. That makes absolutely no what sense if, at what, all. What if you left someone a voicemail threatening them? Huh. Would would the would, could you go after the company for not uh, deleting no. that voicemail? No, but also, yeah. I mean, re- remember, uh, maybe in the last two years, there was a, a group of of uh, of current and former uh, border patrol agents who had a Facebook group, and they were all yes, um, you know, they, they were all sharing memes and stuff, and they're I, I think ProPublica came out and showed like three all of three examples, you know, yeah. out of out of tens of thousands of posts. Where they were attacking AOC and and they were vile and they were they were bad and you know and and that's fine but you can't you can't then lump everybody in right but then you you didn't go well Facebook was sharing that so let's penalize Facebook uh, what you know they went after the group they went after some of the people in it I think some people probably got fired but it's the same thing on Parlor you can't go after an entire platform just because there are a couple, you know, bad apples, right? And they were they were removing them. It's the same excuse they did with Gab. They're like, but they weren't really enforcing their rules. Did you go on there to make sure? No. Well, they said they were enforcing their but rules. But ProPublica said. <laughs> but we found know? three people. You know, it, it happens every single time. Build your own. I love it because now we're at the point where it's like every single vendor. Start your own legal firm. Okay. They lost their lawyers because... The, 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 as, as Michael Tracy said, the left liberal monoculture merging with the state. They have too much power. They control our lines of communication. They, they're controlling our commerce. You can't buy or trade if they ban you from online, uh, uh, payment processing. What do you do? I guess Bitcoin. And this, this is where, this is where, okay. If you know Amazon's history, you'll probably know that Amazon for years didn't make a profit. They didn't make, they, they didn't make a profit. They also weren't paying a lot in federal taxes either. Uh, but that's, you know, totally legal. They were playing the long game. They were building their infrastructure. They were building warehouses all over the place. They were building these cloud services. Anytime Netflix goes offline, it's Amazon's fault. It's not Netflix. <laughs> it's because they're, it's because they're having issues with their, with their cloud services. So. I can't remember what my point was, but <laughs> it's all but, fault. Uh, but yeah, it, something but, about being a gorilla. Yeah, well, we have to understand that this censorship <laughs> is absolutely selective. There's despots, there's dictators that are still allowed to use Twitter, but President Donald Trump can't. And again, we have to also underscore that there's a lot of international backlash when we look at the market caps of Facebook and Twitter. They've been hit. But there also have been some leaders, some presidents coming out and speaking out against this, including, I'm really shocked by this, Angela Merkel, the chancellor of Germany, came out Mm -hmm. and she spoke out about how problematic it is for tech companies to have so much power that they're able to eliminate a president from even having a voice. So did the Mexican president as well. No, 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 you're wrong. Go ahead. Angela Merkel. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The Mexican president also uh, re- released some very surprising statements. Angela Merkel. 
what Mexican president. That's how you pronounce her name. That's the only thing you were wrong about. Okay, okay. it doesn't matter. Anglo, Anglo, who cares? Who gives a damn? Oh my God. Uh, I'm going to keep butchering it. Um, Kamala, Kamala, you know. Let's call the whole thing off. Angela. The, the statements oh by the Mexican president were really surprising because he went even further than that, attacking these tech companies as these arbitrators of, of truth and, and lambasting them for, for such a move, which the Mexican president is against. Angela Merkel is against. The majority of people are against because if you are the morally superior voice, you don't need to silence other voices. You would debate. You would argue. You would have a conversation with it's people. And open. you would prove your points. It would be out there in the open. You wouldn't need to use the tools of totalitarianism in order to just squash any ability for, for words to hit other people's ears. That's no, just no, insane. Luke, Luke, you're wrong. Okay, go ahead. Angela Merkel. I saw that coming. I, I saw it coming. I don't care. Oh my Whatever. What's a train wreck. Uh, <laughs> but you get my point. But you're right about everything else. Okay. You're, you're, you're completely correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I didn't realize friends. I didn't realize that the Mexican president was so based. But he is. You know? Well, the Mexican president is very surprising with his latest actions. He he wants to grant Julian Assange asylum. He he is calling out the lockdowns. So it's he's not just a kind of leftist figure. He was previously compared as as a Bernie Sanders, but he's resisting a lot of the bigger lockdowns. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, no, you can't just lock down small businesses. You can't lock down communities. You can't destroy people's livelihoods all in the name of security because it's it's obviously a big joke. So seeing the this happening in Mexico uh, is is really surprising to say I, the least. I thought you were talking about Cuomo. No. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuomo Qu did release a statement today. He, Cuomo, Cuomo yeah. has always been for protecting small businesses. Oh. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo recently came out and said, we can't keep this lockdown going on for too much longer. The election's we, you know, over. We, we have to uh, reopen and do it safely. And it's like, you know what's really funny is Trump, Trump said something like, you know, one day it'll disappear. Then there are a bunch of leftists who are like, all of these these people were joking and mocking the left, saying that once the election was over, that COVID would disappear. And yeah. here we are. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Janu uh, January 6th just passed. Okay. And now Cuomo has come out saying, yeah. time to reopen. Yeah. And, and Biden, too. But the opening is going to be done based on your race, yes. according to Joe Biden. <laughs> yep. So that's all, another uh, whole uh, issue excuse to me. jump into. Timcast is a minority-owned company. That's true. Yes. It is. Happy to work here. That's right. So we get to reopen, um, <laughs> not, not like we closed. No, but he really did. Biden said it. He's like, we're going to be prioritizing, you know, Native American, Black, Asian, Latina. Latina. He's, did, didn't he say Latinx? I, no, I don't know. He probably did. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, and women. And then, and then everyone else. And it's like, what is everyone else after that? White men. White men. Well, where's the Asians? He didn't even mention Asians. He didn't? You, no, he, he did not mention Asians. What? Nope. He didn't. Nope. He didn't say Asians. Wait, he probably didn't say Asians. He probably said like, Pacific nope. Islander. No, he didn't. Uh, no, he didn't. Boy. What? Yeah, unreal. Yeah, you're you're well, screwed, Tim. No, but you know, we didn't have to shut down anyway. So yeah, I mean, whatever. We're, we're okay. Yeah, we're fine. We still have a voice. <laughs> well, well, good, good, good for uh, uh, for him. But we've got some. Um, uh, my, my friends, Luke is about to explode. You're gonna oh, watch. Yeah. You're gonna watch his head explode yep. in real time. I'm ready. The most egregious act of censorship is quite possibly what's what's the opposite of irony, like. The epitome, you know, mm -hmm. like it would be like ironic if a fire truck's on fire. But what is it? Actually, maybe it is kind of ironic. Ron Paul you think? Getting, getting censored on Facebook. Yeah. Well, OK, the, the libertarian guy getting censored. You OK, but I was going to opinions here. I was going. No, 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 no. I, I was I was going to mention it's like you were like, well, why Ron Paul? I mean, why? Right. Well, he's 
do you remember who he endorsed for uh, the Democratic candidate for president? Who? Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, Boom. That's, right. that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. At, oh, yeah. Like of so, all the Democrats to endorse, yeah. not her, not the black yeah. sheep. Forget well, it. Well, this is the thing that's really surprising here. When you look at Ron Paul, he obviously, his career is based on calling out violations of people's personal liberty, uh, violations of government's abuse of power. He's a staunch anti-war activist. He, he pretty much is the main guy who calls for peace in the Middle East. But yet now he's being jump, lumped in as, as this kind of Trump. Uh, whitewashing this kind of Trump censorship effort that, that's mm-hmm. happening here. And I'm having a lot of people respond to this saying, good, get rid of his hate speech. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's calling for peace in the Middle East. What kind of hate speech are you talking about? He's talking about personal responsibility and individual liberty. How is Dude. that labeled as hate no, speech? And, and uh, this, is, this is the response by blue checkmark people. And I'm like, okay, okay, give me an example of this because that's a very ignorant statement since, of course, it was Ron Paul that criticized uh, Donald Trump on many of his foreign policy adventures, and then I was called, "How dare you call a woman ignorant?" This is the this is the the reply thing that's going on in my Twitter wait, wait, right wait, now. You called a woman ignorant? No, I said her, her mother. Her, her, <laughs> she, that, that was her response, and I'm like, "Look, I don't care what kind of junk you have between your legs. Give me an example of of how Ron Paul no, spread her, hate her, speech. Her opinion is automatically and then, above yours." And then she called me a misogynist, and I'm like, "What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> do with anything. I don't care what thing you have between your legs. What matters here is is your bigger allegation here, and people are jumping in and, and even coming after me, and people are forgetting I criticize Donald Trump like all the time, and and now Mindless. people are lumping me." In, into this because I'm standing up for Ron Paul, who shouldn't be lumped into this in the first place. Right. So, so, so let, me, like, let me let me let me read the quote from from Ron Paul. He said, "With no explanation other than repeatedly going against our community standards, Facebook has blocked me from managing my page. Never have we received notice of violating community standards in the past, and nowhere in the offending post identified." You know, it's, you know what's funny about this? You know what you listen? You know what you'll hear if you you turn on like Ron Paul and the Fed. The gold standard, sound currencies, freedom, liberty, no wars. It's not even in like the things that Ron Paul's been famous for and the things he talks about for the most part, his like key focus isn't even a part of the mainstream culture war for the most part. There's only one other person I know of who constantly talks about ending the Federal Reserve, and he's sitting in this room right in front of me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, Ian's here. Yeah. I got it from he Ron has. Paul. <laughs> he sure did, yeah. Ian's but, been very quiet tonight. But people I'm, are I'm celebrating exhausted. this as some kind of cultural victory against hate speech. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? About white supremacy, about standard. domestic terrorism. I'm like, you know, the blue check marks are bringing this up right now. This woke mob is bringing this up. And, and, and they're, again, conflating so many important issues as... as as, I'm, as I keep saying, policies don't matter. Power matters. And these people are power hungry. And going after individuals like Ron Paul absolutely proves it to an objective viewer who's just walking into this situation who really wants to understand it. Maybe, but, you know, look, we're all uh, old people. So <laughs> you've got these 20-somethings, <laughs> you know, because this is one thing I really I, I started to realize when we had some of these younger lefty guests on the show. They were, you know, when Ron Paul was coming in, into prominence, it's like 12 years ago now, the big Ron Paul era, the Ron Paul love revolution. So I'm, you know, we're all old enough to have remembered that. But these kids were like 10, you know, now they're 22 and they're like, yay, communism. And they don't know who Ron Paul is at all, other than he was like a Republican. So they're like, yay, ban the old white man. And it's like, he's for freedom. I don't know or care. Get yeah. rid of him. That's it. 
Fox News and CNN was attacking him nonstop when he was running to be president of the United States. He was the only one standing up as a principled individual against this crazy, aggressive American foreign policy, against the military-industrial complex, against the actual issues that literally mattered. And now he's being lumped in into, into MAGA. It's and that, Rand, yeah. Rand Paul's dad. That's why. Well, well again, yeah. Rand Paul is not Ron Paul. The, the two yeah, uh, are very different. They have very different policies. Uh, Ron Paul made sure to always vote no, no matter what it was. So you got to give someone like that, you know, respect. He was in there and, and he sent out, you know, a representation. He worked, he worked with Kucinich? Yeah, he worked yeah. out with Dennis. Uh, he worked with Dennis Kucinich, Cynthia McKinney, a lot of the kind of old school anti-establishment representatives that were not just Republican, not just Democrat, but individuals that stood on principles. Do we have any of those left? Uh, that's the. Would you Would you give credit to Rand Paul for that? Partly, I don't like any politicians, as yeah. you know. Uh, not even Ron Paul. Uh, well, we have one for a couple more days, and that would be Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Even, um, I mean, she endorsed Biden. Yeah, she did. Uh, did she? Yeah, she did, did endorse Biden. She endorsed Biden because allegedly Bernie was a meanie, and Bernie is a meanie. I I've been around Bernie uh, <laughs> throughout the kind of presidential debate circuit and uh, at public events. He's a mean guy, Bernie. Yeah, he's like he's well, rude. Did, didn't mean. you see that 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 documentary about him yeah. where he wouldn't shake the woman's hand and he wouldn't pop yes. the shoulder back into place no. and he didn't want to drink the two percent milk. No, I don't. You, know, you, you, you don't know what that is? You guys know what that is, right? The no. SN, Kurt, burn your enthusiasm on SNL. Uh, yeah. One of, one of the only funny things, Saturday Night Live, they've got very few really funny things. A lot of their stuff is really dry, but they did that famous, you know, they had, um, what's the guy's name? Larry David? Yeah. Playing Bernie Sanders. And he's like, he wouldn't shake the lady's hand because she coughed in her hand. You remember that, right? You've never seen it? Uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen the Larry David stuff i don't remember that particular i don't watch saturday night live viral bernie videos hilarious oh it was good so he's like he won't put uh the, the only milk they have for his coffee is two percent and so he's like i want whole milk and so he goes out and then like a woman crashes her car on her way to vote for him and she's like pop my shoulder and plays like i'm not gonna do that and he ends up losing by just that amount of votes of the people he refused to help <laughs> and then like that's the joke he, he loses by two percent but it was hilarious jerk bernie you know well allegedly because of interpersonal drama between bernie and tulsi this is one of the reasons why tulsi decided to endorse for joe biden and i think also i think she voted for him i don't know uh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'll, I'll say I think uh, Tulsi has tried to prevent the fracturing and the hyperpolarization. Tried. Uh, I'm not saying successful, but in the in the, you know the, the last bit of her remaining you know congressional term, she's put out some fairly moderate liberal type policies pertaining to cultural issues. But she's also come you know uh, out against you know like the the Russia investigation ended, and she's like that's it. That's right, it. it's done. Like, like, let's move on. That's right? why they don't like her. Uh, well, she's, you know, yeah, she's she's a progressive, but she's not she's not triggered. She's not. Yeah, not she's not more. Woke. She's very. She's objective. She well, has she, principles. She there. There's things that she will fight for and fight to the death for, but she's not. She is not hyperpartisan, and that's. I would never she's vote not for her. Corporate establishment. Listen, but listen. she's not hyperpartisan, and, and that's why I like her. That's how, why I respect her. How crazy is it that Tulsi Gabbard, who is, she, I, my understanding, she's for gun control, right? It's like one of her one of her positions. Yes. Yeah. She's for increasing the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. She opposes nuclear energy. She is very on the left, and they call her right wing. <laughs> they say she was assigned Republican at birth. Huh. 
And she goes on Tucker Carlson and she goes on Fox News. She's not on the right in any sense of those words. But that's how insane the Overton window is right now. Yeah, people that only even Tulsi Gabbard is right wing. People only remember two things about her. Uh, she went to Syria and met with uh, Bashar, Bashar al-Assad. Yep. Right. Even though she had permission She's to such do a it. Toady and she, for Assad. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, a, the, it's a callback joke to a Joe Rogan episode. But I don't al- think she's a toady. But also the second thing was she opposed gay marriage. And it's like, yeah, well, so did Joe Biden. And so did Barack so Obama. Obama. And so yeah. did Hillary Clinton. But because, again, she's she's like the outcast of the DNC because she was she was vetted. Yep. For the DNC, they, they, they were like, this is going to be one of the next big stars. And then she started questioning the establishment. She was like, well, we had 24 debates between Hillary and Obama. And now in 2016 cycle, we're going to have six. Yeah, Really? We're going to have six? That's yeah. it? And she and went she- after Kamala really hard. Kamala, whatever, potato, potato. <laughs> How? God, I the name, you know what I'm trying to say. mask is no, off. No, you know what I'm no. When Tucker Carlson mispronounced her name, they said it was racist. Yeah, I'm just you trying to help and, you. Look and when and when Joe Biden and when Joe Biden uh, pr- pronounced her name improperly, I mean, you know, it was just chalk it up to well, old man. He has a stutter. So. Or also, also when he said, um, you know, uh, Doug Imhoff, Kamala's wife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I, I, I like that too. I mean, that's the joke that everybody's been making anyway, but you know, it's still funny. Kamala's wife. <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh man. Gotta love it. Uh, well, well, let's hope, let's hope in two years, they, the, um, the Republicans, uh, learned their lessons uh, from, no. from the last. And no, I'll happened. tell you what's going to happen in two years. So they did win in the house in the, in the state levels. So which right. means they're going to control redistricting, which will give them massive advantages in the next election. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Isn't that, isn't that creepy? That it's not about your message. It's all just team sports. And because we win at the state level, now we're going to win at the house level. And it's like ideas kind of are irrelevant. Just oppose the other, I guess. But it's also the census, you know, thanks yeah. to, thanks to uh, COVID Drugs. and all these terrible, terrible policies you have states like Texas and Florida, which actually might gain a gain a congressional district. California might lose one. California might lose two, and wow. same and the same thing with um, uh, with New York. Yeah. They were they were <laughs> they were expected to lose one. They might lose three total. Three, um, which wow. it, it's it's possible. But there was always the talk about uh, how if they were at least going to lose one, and this is before you know the pandemic you know, that that uh, AOC's district. Would basically they would just eliminate it and swallow you know, like basically swallow it up between all the other districts, and then she would have to either run in an, in another district or right. just decide that she's going to run for Senate, which is going to happen. One of the biggest issues in the culture war split right now is trans issues. You know, you can see that conservatives don't agree with the idea of misgendering, or they say there's only two genders, and the left clearly disagrees. I, I'm willing to bet that you give it four. Maybe eight years and Republicans are going to be 100 percent on board with all of it. I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to, you know, be bombastic or anything. I think they'll be 100 percent on board with all of it completely. And the left will be much further in, in the direction of some new kind of, you know, issue pertaining to love or sexuality or identity and stuff. How like much that. further can they go, though? Like, oh, they where, go far. where will they be Other in can? eight years? Other can? Well, Furries? Like, I, trans I mean, species? What about like cutting off your limbs? 
Well, that, don't they that, have that, that already? That, that, yes, already. Yeah. Body dysmorphia. But yeah. then what happens with, uh, say, the Tulsi Gabbard uh, legislation that she uh, introduced to protect that, to uh, protect sports. yeah that's, to that's protect what it's called, called like protecting women's sports right women. so do you do you think and are you saying also that in eight years like where does where does that go what happens you know, with look, that if we look historically back at how uh, culture has shifted is there a reason to believe the right will retake ground in the coming eight years, especially considering the Democrats just see, like took every you know every branch of the federal government? It's possible because you can Presum- have assuming they pack the Supreme Court. Uh, okay. Not only just that, but also influencing people through the algorithms and the timelines and, and what and people the are showing media, through social media, the manipulation, and Hollywood, right, 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 and, right. And all the subliminal you, listen, propaganda. Listen, listen, listen. You you go watch a kid's show and see the things that are that are in it. These kids are going to grow up and they're going to vote and they are going to be even further culturally, you know, uh, progressive than 20 year olds today. And you're going to get a bunch of, I'll tell you, this is the funniest thing. These, these lefties who are like 25 in 10 years, they're going to be right wing. And then the new left is going to be these kids. They're having similar conversations that, that we had. And then we're going to find a lot of these people now agreeing with us on certain issues. But if you look at what you got to do, I'll tell you something really creepy. I saw this post. It was uh, someone tweeted at Christopher Rufo. Go on Google and search for kids being taught that they're white supremacists. Take that same quote and put it in DuckDuckGo and see the results. When you, when, you, when, you, when you put it in Google, it's like your kid is a white supremacist. How to teach your kid they're white supremacist. You put it in DuckDuckGo and it's news about how schools are teaching this. So here's my prediction. I see no reason to believe the right is going to make any cultural gains at all. They've never been, uh, for whatever reason, smart enough, I guess, or uh, uh, understanding of the, having an understanding of the game to go after cultural institutions. Now, the Daily Wire is doing movies, and they have that new movie. It's called what's it called Run Hide Fight, which looks seriously intense. And looks I've like seen it. it. Is it good? It's solid. It's solid. It's really? very intense. And and after the the last week or so. Uh, with with everything going on, it's very stressful. It's very, <laughs> is this available to the public now? Uh, no, it's gonna uh, like I'm I'm not being paid by the Daily. They sent me they sent me a screener. Uh, they sent Lauren Chen a screener too, oh, cool. and and I was like, uh, and I remembered. I'm like, I think I have something in my inbox from their PR team. Uh, but it's it's a it's a solid movie. It has Thomas Jane who, who yeah, played the Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It has Treat Williams who is in uh, the Substitute movies. Right, you know, so um, this this yeah. this girl, I cannot remember her name. Zoe. This, this girl is like, like her real name. Oh, the no, actress's name. Yeah, she Zoe Hull is mm-hmm. her character name, but uh, the the actress who plays her is badass. She's a she's a well, really so can we get really a, good. Can we get a screener? And didn't the Punisher guy get canceled because of woke culture as well? I don't think so. Maybe that's I don't know. Movie. But well, it's so, a it's a it's a great it's it's. It's not like the greatest movie you're ever going to see. Ben Shapiro is definitely hyping it up, but it's, <laughs> it is definitely it is definitely a solid movie. It's worth the watch. And what's your uh, what's your what's your score? One out of hundred. Out of oh god, like a like a, like a Rotten Tomato score, you know, like yeah. a seventy nine, eighty. Good, yeah, like a seven out of ten. It's not, out of 10. it's not the it, look. There's well, look, look, look. I don't I don't want to get into a movie, I'm, review. and I'm not going to spoil it or anything. The, the point I'm but trying it, to make it's is, definitely worth watching. The point I'm trying to make is. This may be one of the first times there is a conservative production yes. for, a, for a piece of content that's actually worth watching. Yeah, it was what's definitely the, worth the, the watch. That, what's that super religious Netflix they have? Godflix? Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I I think Farmers so. Only no, uh, Farmers Only Flicks. You know what it is because they, they, it's, like, it's on the Fox uh, commercial. Like I see that commercial really? on Fox News all the time. Uh, yeah, it's I'm like not... 
Yeah, it, but yeah, well, I mean, like the productions who, who always watches that stuff. It always trash, looks, yeah. it looks cheap. It looks yeah. like okay, like hey, Veggie hun- Tales. Honey, yes. can you can can you get the kids camcorder? I want to like shoot something. Yeah, exactly. I wanna, you know, it the, run hide fight. It's it is uh, stylish. It looks good. Camera works great. It doesn't look cheap. Right, it, it doesn't fantastic. feel cheap. I saw there, the there's a, there's actually there is a scene though where one of the guys is holding a gun and it's a rubber gun and it's bending oh, and no. I could not <laughs> and I could not take my eyes off Why of it. Why couldn't they just get a replica? <laughs> what are they doing? Well, yeah. they did. They had some, but I, I guess they didn't have enough to go around. Or something. I don't I don't know what what it was production wise but i just see this this guy he's, he's holding he's and holding it, and the barrels like like it's not just pointing down but then it's pointing to the right and i'm like oh my come on you couldn't fix that like There's you your could... easter egg <laughs> well that was it was a screener it was a screener so they'll probably digitally no no okay. you don't think they'll fix it no no it's done the movie's done you, they can they can edit it digitally what do you mean they they it's a screener I don't know if they could it, fix it's it. not released yet yeah they could of course uh they, you, they won't what if they did a they really? Won't, they like, won't what, they'll like CGI a gun from like fix it Ben sixty four. <laughs> anyway, the point is that does make me think that there is a potential for media to start being produced that will influence a younger generation. But well, they're still ten years out from actually getting any foothold in culture. Well, now that everything's streaming, right? Uh, yeah, because you know this is. You know when you when you get the PlayStation or the, the new Xbox, there's always like the the killer game. It's like the the game you have to have, right? There's not a lot of content coming out other than, you know, what's on Disney Plus. Like, I that WandaVision looks just bizarre. I, yeah, I have no, weird. I have no dead, interest so. in seeing that, right? But I was so excited watching this. that The trailer is great for Run, yeah. Hide, Fight, right? And maybe that, that, like, if there's something good, like The Mandalorian, you know, The Mandalorian's like, it's kind of like a must-see thing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, if, if if people are into that kind of action movie, and there aren't a lot of action movies out right now, you know, because movie theaters are pretty much dead, and we can have that conversation another time, but yeah. uh, but having something like the killer app, you know, of this movie, to, you know, to, I mean, to get subs, like, go, go for it. Now, another you, thing I kind of wanted to bring up and talk to you guys about is when you dominate culture... You have a lot of power and control, and I think you could be right, too. But I think also there could be a kind of reaction towards this, because if you look at culture, especially in the United States, especially in the 1990s, it hasn't changed or progressed since. Usually the 80s had had its own unique culture. Weird the 70s, decade. the 60s, they had their own hair, their own clothes, their own music, their own kind of way of life, their own kind of uh, environment and, and, and excitement about those times. Since the 90s, we don't have any of that. That's not true. I mean, in my opinion, no, I don't. I haven't no, seen sorry, a man. huge difference between the 2000s, the 2010s. I don't see a change in clothing. I don't see a change in hair. I don't see a change in music. I see it all becoming kind of no, repetitively listen. the same, or I'm just becoming old. You're probably becoming old. Okay. So you can look at the, what do they call it, the Audis? That's what yeah. they, they refer to as the, uh, the 2000s, the Audis, and the 2010s, and there's distinct music that was popular in the early 2000s that was prominent on networks and on, on social platforms, on MySpace and things like this that, that aren't really that popular anymore. So each decade does still have its shifting you know, cultural trends and everything like that. And maybe you just don't see it because it's easy to look back at the 90s and recognize that you know baggy button-up shirt and like, I don't know, Stone Temple Pilots and stuff like that. 
The 80s were weird, man. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> yeah. agrees. Yes. Yeah. 80s were weird. What was it like? Leopard print, hot pink, hot Heck pants? Yeah. What were they thinking while they roller skated? Yeah. A lot of weird drugs. Stuff in 80s. A lot of but crack a lot of... by the CIA. But, but, <laughs> but for, for me, for me, nothing, not much has changed. Uh, that's just my opinion. Maybe You're I'm just seeing it. Well, a lot of, th- a lot of things do, you know, a lot yeah. of things are cyclical. Like back yeah. in the 80s, camouflage pants were yeah. a big deal. And, you know, then back. eventually they came back. To me, it's like they're regurgitating back. everything, especially with movies. Oh, well, I mean, fashion definitely yeah. is. Well, I do think. Yeah. Oh, by, by the way, Isabel May. That's the girl who plays. Okay, okay. It, and it's I, pure flicks. Not I, I, flicks. I, pure thank flicks. Yeah. Pure flicks. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. look, <laughs> it, Isabel May, you're great, and and I hope that you're you have a great future because. She oh, was, I don't know though. She did a Daily Wire movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah d- d- I heard Ben Shapiro's a fascist. So uh, I don't just know. saying. I I heard he's an alt right. One of those alt writers. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> You're probably they, right. They, 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 the the, the anti Semite, right? Yeah, the, the anti Semites. Yeah. 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 That sounds like that sounds like Ben Shapiro. It's, yeah. That, it does. that that silly little hat, it's all a ruse. It is a ruse, yeah, for sure. It's disguise. <laughs> so, Talk yeah. about how stupid you have to be to think Ben Shapiro is alt right. It's the most insane thing ever. He's He's Jewish. He's like, the number I don't know one what else recipient. You say to that. But also, he's not. He's not cr- like he's not edgy, crazy conservative. Nope. You know. And what I like yeah, about it's very mainstream. What I like about Ben is that he he's you know he comes from a has a law background, right? So that he approaches these things very differently than you know most uh, pundits. You know, like Mark Levin. You know, he's he's all about you know constitutional law. So you see that. Yeah. Way, but but Ben, but calling Ben Shapiro radical, which which AOC has, by the way, called him a radical, which is just mind blowing. Like this is how stupid she is. I ben, can- <laughs> ben Shapiro is so much more like traditional conservative, like a kind of person, kind of, the kind of opinions we know and expect. And AOC is the radical with opinions you'd be confused by. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I just mean like when AOC comes in, a lot of things she advocates for, you're kind of like. About what? Like what? Like Ben Shapiro comes in, you're like, oh, he's a conservative. Heard this before. It's, you know, very, very traditional conservative positions on a lot of issues. AOC is like, you know, the Green New Deal was not even about the environment. It was, you know, equity for college right. and whatever, equity equity bills. And she doesn't understand any of that. She's a sponge, right? She, but but one of those like really cheap sponges that you, you know, get at the supermarket where- <laughs> Oh, it only, like the little ones where you get them wet and it's a dinosaur? You know, it's, it's <laughs> no, not- No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, it, she, she is not- She is not a sham wow, okay? She's she, not, is, she is not. She is like- <laughs> whoa. She, she, she no. hears things. Like she, she's like a parrot. She, hear, right, she hears right. people say certain buzzwords, certain things, certain things about equity, and then she- Tries to remember them, and sometimes she jumbles them up. But she knows how to tweet. She doesn't understand them. You know what she knows how to do really well is to clap in between words. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, well, look, one one thing she has. Look, she's she has a brand, and no matter what happens with her political career, which isn't going nowhere, because if if Maxine Waters can <laughs> can hold a political ha- uh, house seat for for decades, AOC she's got that covered. President. We've talked about this. You don't before. think she'll be president? She'll run for president. She will not. She will not win the presidency. I don't know. I think she she's cannot like Trump. win. I think she's like Trump. Most she, of her support is outside of the district that she supports, I, as well as her donations. It's it's like ninety nine. It's like ninety eight, ninety nine percent of all of her donations 
come outside. come from outside of her district because her district's poor. It's it's like a bunch of it's a it's a a big Spanish look, immigrant look, community. She's like Trump. She she what she's good at is not politics. It's personality, social media. She does not connect with people in, like she she went on a on a a rant this, this about good, this. this. Point. She went on a rant about the electoral college saying, look at all this land that votes, right? Like she was driving across country. She does not care about any of those people in any of those red states. Not a, not one person. If she doesn't have any respect for them, same thing as Anderson Cooper talking about, you know, people going back to the Olive Garden, right? It, she, she does not connect with those people. She connects with the woke crowd. So I'll, that's I'll, it. I'll tell you why I think you're right. I agree. I'm damn right. Well, think about it this way. <laughs> what, what, what a, the reason why I think AOC was able to win is that normally the people who believe the things she does are fringe and they're all over the country. So if you live in a town with let's, – let's say you live in a block and there's 10 people and you know four of them are conservative – Five of them are, are Democrats, you know, are like moderate Democrat, and one is a radical socialist or democratic socialist. That one person has no political influence whatsoever, no, no power in, on that block. Okay, th- this, is, this is why AOC won, well, has well, won well, two well, elections well, now. Let, let, me, let me make my point. That one person can't influence the block. But AOC, because of the internet, was able to create a network of all of the different fringe elements in different areas, and all that power got pulled into her in her New York district. So whereas these fringe pockets of far leftists in their areas don't hold power, together online, they all send their money to her, which allows her to overwhelm the district she's in. That happened after the, the primary right. election. That, right. She, she That's wa- why she has 12 million followers. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but, but that, that was after the fact. For, but for, what I'm saying is uh, this is why she can't win in a presidency. The tw- what, she has 12 million followers on Twitter? Yeah, something the, like that. The, the reason why that won't translate into – her actually winning is that those aren't regular working class Americans. Yeah, that, that's her brand. People right. like her for her brand. But in her district, she she beat Joe Crowley because he underestimated her. He was uh, he was in the the office for ten terms. Yeah, he was the fourth most powerful uh, Democrat in the House for one reason and one reason only. He was a great fundraiser, mm-hmm. right? But AOC came in and just totally decimated him in a New York one uh, debate. And he didn't even show up for a second debate. He sent yeah. a proxy. So he basically completely underestimated her. And, you know, she's the, the new, young, fresh thing, you know, with, you know, uh, saying, oh, he's, he's establishment. Oh, he's in the hands of, he's in the pockets of, of, uh, big real estate, you know, all this stuff. When she ran in the general, she didn't have any competition. And the same right. thing, and the same thing happened. With uh, with with her second election, she ran against Michelle Caruso Cabrera, who was a, an idiot. She was one of the dumbest camp. She was one. Of, she ran the war- one of the worst campaigns I've ever seen. This this woman might have had a little bit of a chance. I thought that she would be smarter. I was wrong. She's a dumb. Right? Imagine imagine being beat by AOC. Just imagine, and got- also imagine being beat by Joe Biden. Right? Yeah, but, but yes, yes, yes. But but here, here here's the thing about AOC is that she plays to, she's a character, she's a Kardashian, right? That's the way I put it. She's 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 that kind of influencer personality. When oh man, you know one of the most annoying things was when she was talking to what's the what's the director of Ice Guy, what's Thomas Homan. Homan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And she and she said like legal asylees 
are not criminals. And then he goes, they violated subsection two, section three yeah. A of the <laughs> Uniform Immigration Code to enter the country illegally. And I was like, it it's was just like, okay, I, ret- I reclaim my time. It was really annoying how she said it because it was meant to manipulate emotionally. Yeah. They are not criminals. Like, okay, dude, chill. We're having a hearing and we want to have an honest. I, I can't stand that manipulative kind of. You well, know, that's so, what she does. That's what she does. So many, so many Congress people, so many people in Congress do that. Senators and, and, and representatives alike. But, but she does it. The radical left she, in this country. You know, they, they sit down ahead of time and say, what are going to be, what are the, what can we say that's going to make the sound bites on now this news? You know, that's what. That, At this point, she can just be like, here's the soundbite for now this news. And they'll just say, oh, it's AOC. You got to run it. But she has like five subreddits dedicated to her that are always in the top of Reddit. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's just like really dumb young people who don't even understand what she's saying. But I'll tell you this. I can, I can summarize. She dunked on that guy. <laughs> I can summarize AOC's campaign. Um, most of it. There, there are some things I've praised her for, for sure. Uh, she worked with Ted Cruz. They advocated for ending lobbying, like the lobbying pipeline. She's called out, uh, big tech for surveillance, mass surveillance. Awesome stuff. But for most of what I see, see from her is this. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you, you snap back. I get it. <laughs> That's great. Now, about those Amazon jobs. Remember when she put her feet up like Amazon opening a marketing department with like a, a like a thousand employees compared to the 40,000 or whatever employees in the massive headquarters? And she like was smugly sitting there like they came anyway. And it's like, uh-huh. whatever. I don't live in New York anymore. So I'm not going to complain about it. They vote for it. You get what you vote for. Yeah. Right. They clearly want her. And so, look, she knows how to win. She's won. She's got a lot of followers. She's you can you can criticize her. You can say she's not smart, but she certainly got some kind of talent. Well, she knows what she's doing. She she has a talent for for celebrity in the brand. Absolutely, right? she she does not have a talent and, and, and listen, whatsoever politically, other than other she than she is a great grandstanding. She is a great influencer, a very talented one, and only a fool would deny it. Oh no, I I agree, 100%. I agree. Um, but unfortunately, actually, maybe fortunately, uh, you know, since she doesn't give money to the D Triple C. Uh, since she does actively try to primary uh, sitting <laughs> sitting Democrats. representatives, sitting yeah. Democrats, um, she is going to be shut out by, from a lot of things, including uh, you know seeing any of her legislation uh, voted for on the floor. Yeah, but you know, to be honest, we'll see. Uh, she'll be in for a long time. And Nancy Pelosi is not going to be in for what, what she's saying, like two more, like the next well, that, term is Well, that's it. the thing. She's, she is going to be there for a long time and going to be ineffective. And you're going to be like, well, what has she done for? Perhaps. Oh, well, she's, she's really pretty, you know, like well, she's, my, my, <laughs> her my, hair my, is great. My question is, who do you think is worse, Pelosi or AOC? Oh, AOC. Really? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I think Pelosi. I think Pelosi. No, no, look, no, like, I think Pelosi's she's, right. Pelosi's more effective. I mean, look, look what she did. She was able, she was able to help derail the election by, by, but, but uh, no, but, but I'm not happy about that. But like, at least, but look, that's her job. That's but, what no, she's no, no, supposed no. as uh, house on, speaker. She's supposed to, she's supposed to totally screw with the other side. No, no, and, no, 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 and no. try and she, okay. She, well, if, if that's what you want, you think it's a good thing? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I think that she's like, who's a better person no, 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 like, or who's you, a better, who's better vote, at their job. If you had to vote. You had to vote for one of them. You had no choice. For speaker? No, no, no. Just like right now, some guy comes up and he's like, vote or else. And you're like, oh, no. And it's AOC and it's policy. Who'd you pick? If I wanted to see 
Well, I mean, look, I just I wouldn't vote Democrat for in 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 that way. Nancy but Pelosi Dan, is Nancy Pelosi can get things I've, done, and I've I've defended Pelosi in the past because I thought you know the squad was being ridiculous and unreasonable, and Pelosi was pushing back. But at this point, Pelosi is just I'm just so sick of Pelosi. I'm just so sick of the establishment garbage crony. I don't care about you. I lie. I cheat. and I steal with Matt. You know, I just don't like it. And at the very least. AOC has some kind of, you know, uh, argument for actually wanting to help people. Not that it's very strong in my opinion, but Pelosi is just like, she's this old crone at the top of the tower looking down with contempt at the people. I'm not going to pretend like AOC is perfect or anything like that, but I think Pelosi is substantially worse. But you vote for Pelosi because you know that she, she's like the top fundraiser in the Democratic Party. You vote for her because, well, first I, of all, I, if she's in your district, this is the only reason why she wins in, in San Francisco, in, the, in that area, in her district, because she's the most powerful person in Congress, right? So, of course, you're going to vote I, for I, her because you, no, no, your, listen, listen. your district different, wants that power. Different argument. I'm saying that I like AOC as kind of a disruptor in the Democratic Party. I don't like the crony corporate establishment politics. And that's for similar reasons I like Trump. For policy reasons Trump was doing with, like, the Abraham Accords with Middle Eastern withdrawal with critical race theory. I preferred him over someone like AOC. But in terms of disrupting the establishment and, you know, a lot of these crooked corporatist types, I prefer AOC. Over but AOC is not disrupting anything. She's she's loud. That's it. I'll she's, take it. She, she, <laughs> yeah, but why would you but why would you vote for somebody that, you know, isn't going to get anything done other no, no, than no, no, just no. be like a loud person? I wouldn't vote for her. Well, that was that was the if I had if 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 I had no choice and I had to pick between the two, I'd pick AOC over Pelosi every day. Okay, fine. If, if I thought you were talking about you know like if you're if you're a Democrat and you know if if, if it's for me, I would oh, I would oh, vote oh. for AOC because she's not going to get anything done. And Nancy Pelosi, like I would want to derail Nancy Pelosi, right. right? But if I'm a Democrat in in a district and those are my two choices, you go for Pelosi. Every single time. I disagree. For, for me, you guys are uh, arguing over stinky butts. Like, well, this one has a little bit less pimples. Well, this one has no, less No, no, no. Nancy Pelosi's, uh, she's... You know, I, I would prefer a progressive <laughs> populist over a corporate establishment candidate. The problem is I think AOC is a careerist. And there are other progressives that I would much prefer the, uh, uh, to AOC or Pelosi. Like, if there was an actual progressive lefty universal healthcare and all that stuff, like very left, critical race theory and stuff, I just, I, I, I don't even agree with, I'd prefer over Pelosi. But AOC is a careerist. I don't think she knows what she's talking about half the time. I think she, she wants followers and she wants fame and attention. It's her career. She's gonna socially climb and all that stuff. Pelosi is exactly that, but establishment, crooked, ultra wealthy, $20,000 refrigerator full of ice cream laughing at the poor peasants. The old crone looking down from the tower with contempt. You know I, mean, I mean, I hate them both, but it's, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? I mean, again, I didn't vote for them. I, I do not live in either of their no, districts. I, but, but that's why AOC voted for Pelosi to be Speaker of the right, House. Right, right, right. Which is yeah. just, you know, um, right. at least she has principles. We got to do super <laughs> yeah. chats because we, we got to do super chats. But uh, uh, good, good, good. Good debate. I wonder what the chat's thinking about AOC versus uh, Pelosi. You can press one if you believe AOC. <laughs> you can press two if you believe Pelosi is it's the like stankiest of the... Like I mean, that. I hate both of them. Don't get me wrong, but well, I'm just on. saying as far as effectiveness goes. It's like that tweet I put out where I said, who do you trust more, <sighs> the government or the mainstream media? And uh, everyone's yeah. like, they're... Ah! 
I don't want to pick either. Or press anyway. three if you're sick of it all, like yes. me. <laughs> I just want to die. Smash that like button if you have not already. <laughs> it seriously does help when you give us a good thumbs up. If you're listening on the podcast, leave us a good review because it also really does help. And uh, I forgot, uh, you know, I should, I should announce this now for everybody listening. Timcast.com is up. It's yes. live. Members only area is now in existence. We have yet to actually start producing. So it's very much the early stages. We just went live with the very new TimCast.com, which has all the new podcast episodes. And we're going to have exclusive members only content that will be only available through the site for paying members. It's 10 bucks a month. But we're also going to be doing physical events at the studio. Limited ticket sales per event when we do. And it'll be like first come first serve. So you'll get an email and then everyone's going to be sitting there refreshing their phone. And we're not going to know, we're not, we're, we're not going to plan out events and like announce them, you know, hey, the event is this day. Tickets will go on sale on this day. It's going to be one day you'll get an email saying tickets are now on sale. It's going to be like so far sounds where it's all, you know, like very last minute kind Super of Super last minute. Cool. Because we, I, I don't know how you make it as fair as possible, you know? Yeah. So it's just randomly doing it. Just and then- the highest super chats. Yeah, no, no, no. That was, that was the other thing, too, because, uh, so again, go to TimCast.com. You can become a member. You can log in. It's it's still very much, I guess, kind of beta-y. We just launched, and so we're going to try and get things sorted and fixed and, and, and smooth. But one of the challenges was we're like, we have like higher tiers. If you want to donate a ton of money, like, what do you get? And I was like, maybe we set up a thing where they can come to events. And I thought it was really crummy that we would tell someone, if you're too poor, you can't come and hang out. And that's kind of messed up. So I was like, we need to have it just be kind of like an email goes out and it's first come first. Time. I mean, I was joking, but but yeah, no, but it, but it was but a, yeah. it was a good point because the question was like, how about if you give a hundred bucks, then you get a ticket to events? And I'm like, nah, that's messed up. If you just need to know people. I'm too lefty. If someone can't afford it, I, I don't want to exclude them. You know, we want people to be able to come out. But got to be honest, it's going to be like twenty tickets per event, and then we're going to do online. You know, we're going to film, we're going to stream, and do shows. So again. Go to TimCast.com, become a member. We're going to start putting up members-only content. So what will end up happening is we do these shows with these guests. We're going to record special exclusive, like, hangout chats after the show ends and then put those up after the shows and stuff like that. So, again, check that out. Smash that like button. And now we will read Super Chats. Justin Force says, if the Dems actually expel elected reps like Cruz and Hawley, then by what authority other than violence does the federal government have the right to govern and tax the states that are now unrepresented? They can't expel them. They can't. Why not? No, they can't because uh, of the speech and debate clause in the Constitution. They can basically say anything they want on the House floor or uh, on the uh, on the on the floor, and you know they're right. not they, being they, incendiary. They're they're they can actually commit crimes, right? Like, so my you could lie. You could you could call no, no. somebody. You could you could slander them and say that they did something which they weren't. Right. And you know, you like say uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz calling Ken Cuccinelli. Uh, uh, a white supremacist, oh, yeah. right? And he couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't do anything about it. He just has to, he, he can rebut her, but you know, he but can't, can't sue her. Can't you expel members of Congress? Uh, not for that. Nope. But do you need a reason if they vote for well, it? Well, not, not for, not for saying something on the house, on the, on the Senate floor. That's it. They, they cannot be expelled for that. They can be expelled for, for collusion or, or for conspiracy, but you know, just questioning something to bring out, uh, election, uh, issues in a debate and a discussion they're in the clear it's all that's all a, a left-wing talking point oh right on tyler henderson says will you guys start discussing cryptocurrency at any point in time we do periodically and let me just say y'all y'all who sold y'all are dumb because <laughs> bitcoin dropped pretty far it went down to like 30 30,500 and i saw these people being like there's a story coming out saying people are going to lose everything sell mm-hmm. sell sell and i've been buying 
And I'm like, don't that you'll make a huge mistake if you do. People were buying at 30. And so exactly. So I sat back, put my feet up and watched it go right back up to 35. Imagine all those people who saw it go to 30 panicked and sold. And now it's back up at 35. You just lost your. Womp womp. This is Lydia's favorite topic, by the way. She loves talking about (laughs) cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. So if you have any related information, definitely send it to uh, Lydia. But uh, thank you. But yet again, (laughs) don't follow the market like a blind sheep. A lot of people buy at the top and sell at the bottom. That's not what you're supposed to do. Not financial advice, but again, don't. Don't play it like the average sheep yeah, yeah, does. Yeah. I'll just tell you what I do. And again, I can't give you financial advice. You got to take that on your own. I'll tell you what I do. I think it was dumb of people to sell. I, when I buy, I buy it and I hold. It's 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 total. Hold on for dear life. Because 66% of US dollars created in the past, what, nine months. 66% in the money supply. Well, it's all wrinkled and gross because well, of it's, Corona. It's they, had to re, they had to remake it. But it's an increased <laughs> money supply. This has not happened before. So no. who knows what's going to happen? And I think Bitcoin is I I've said it before. I think it'll be a million dollars per coin at some point in the near future. Cheapers, uh, but uh, that's not that's not that's not an opinion I made up out of nowhere. That's when you listen to the experts and the people who know what they're talking about, and they tell you based on the the technology and what it is and what it does, and the fact that all of these massive multinational billion dollar corporations are buying in for hold like to to hold assets, to hold value. It's just there. It's it's a good store of value, and it's going to keep going up. My friend Sean uh, actually was saying that he was going to hook me up with some advice about crypto uh, because that's he's just like I'm not doing politics right now anymore. I'm not doing mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so he's he's all he's all in on crypto right now, uh, and he can afford it because he's and super you, rich. But uh, went- but Sean get. You know, remember to get back to me because uh, I, I want to I want to play this yeah. game. When yeah. Bitcoin hit twenty bucks, everybody was like, "Oh, freaking out!" A lot of people were buying, and then it dropped way down. And everyone's like, "Oh, it was a bubble and it burst. Mm-hmm. It was hype. It was a trend." And then it jumps up again to a hundred. Then it jumps up again to a thousand. I remember when it hit a thousand, people were like, "What?" And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "How am I going <laughs> to buy in now at a thousand? Right. Jeez, because you can buy fractions all the way down to eight decimal yes. points." So every step of the way. The trend has been entirely predictable. What happens is the people who mine the Bitcoins, who produce them, this is my understanding. I could be wrong. It's not a financial advice. This is just what I read and, and what I base my opinions on. They, they start producing Bitcoin. Okay. So they get them through running the software, running the hardware to generate it. Then at some point, something happens politically or in the markets and people rush and flock to store their money out of fear. This causes a huge spike. So we recently had like JP Morgan and a bunch of other banks saying Bitcoin's going to be huge. We're buying in like crazy. Once the, pi- the price skyrockets, the people who mine the Bitcoin go, now's, now's the time we sell to get maximum value out of, the, out of the effort we put into producing them. The mass sell-off drives the price way down because everybody's waiting to buy at lower prices. And then once, that, once the miners clear their stock, it starts going back up because the demand is still there. You getting all this, Lydia? Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm so, listening. Yeah, got it. Taking notes over here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's your Twitter account again? Nope, nope. Sour Patch Lid. No, Bitcoin no, information. Don't she care. Loves it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll learn about it. It's interesting. So do what you want to do. I'm not. I don't. You know. Look, I listen. I just. I see tweets from Max Kaiser, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Have fun staying poor. That's the meme. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe everyone's you wrong. You can't win if you don't finally. play. That's true. Well, I don't think it's about winning. I think it's just. These are, these are uncertain times, in my opinion, not advice. I'm just saying, for me, I was really worried when I saw them mass printing this money. Biden's saying he's going to do another big round of stimulus. Mm-hmm. He's just basically devaluing the money. There's nothing being produced. I'm, I, 
Shut up. I want that free money. Free money. That's right. Shut up. Free. Stop. Totally don't, free. don't do it. Like, don't. All right. All don't, right. Okay. Just print it. It'll be Student fine. of history <laughs> says, ladies and gentlemen, in these trying times, work on yourselves. Think of ways to improve your local community, organize at the local level to push peacefully for change and find ways to separate your community from the big, uh, the big buoys. Be constructive, please. Good advice. Yeah. Great advice. Oh, vote, vote local. Look, you can, you can worry about voting for president every four years, yep. but, but, uh, really re- real change happens on the local level yeah. uh, with your city council, with your, uh, your assembly person and your, your state senator. It's all super important. It, every election is important. Don't don't yeah. concentrate on just once every yeah. four years. And vote yeah. with your dollar and also vote with your attention. But most importantly, take care of yourself so you can take care of others. That's another important lesson. That I mean, I guess. Know. So <laughs> I, I can't read Japanese, but they say, I love you, Tim. Aww. Thank you very much. And then Gino Konnichiwa. Fest. Can you try? I can't know. That was okay. like a bunch of lines. It's, uh, it's a kanji, I think. I don't know. Uh, Gino Fast says, I love you, Luke. Oh. I love you, too. Thank you. Yes. All right, let's see what we got here. Martin the Panda says Parler data was quote-unquote hacked, sort of. It was lazy coding on Parler's part, but all data available via the IPs is being scraped and archived, including videos, images, and posts. I believe that's true, but that doesn't mean anything. It basically means someone archived Parler, and okay, thank you, I guess. There was this big rumor going around that all of the private information and IDs was being was hacked or whatever. And it's yeah, just, that was a few weeks ago. But it was, was and, and, and then it was made up again, the same, yeah. same stupid lie. And I saw everybody just posting it because someone on Reddit made the claim and then someone screenshot it, posted it on Twitter. And I'm like, did anybody Google this? They didn't even bother Googling it. And that. it looked legit, you know, like, it, like it, it wasn't, but it was Q, Q style conspiracy, yeah. like giving someone a vague description of jargon so it sounds legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like the API access resource was exposed. Now, I'm not big on this stuff, but what that means is the pseudo file that's used for the import allowed them to access your private information. They're like, whoa, those are crazy words I've never heard before. It must be true. In related news, Twitter just announced that they got rid of 70,000 users yeah. for sharing this is this is what they're saying. Q associated content. <laughs> That's the word that we're getting right now officially. Q so. uh, I've lost half my followers. Jeez, no, okay. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. They were all your followers. It's yeah. just it's just a way to purge the right once again, and the left keeps growing, and Twitter is pushing this, and it is creating a a monoculture, and it is getting creepy. Well, if you see on Twitter, you see a lot of right-wing politicians losing a lot of followers, but you see a lot of Democratic people gaining followers. So I even saw Swalwell tweet, look how many great new followers I have. Thank you again so much for following me. So that should tell you what's uh, Well, there's uh, a difference. There's a, I think there's a difference between new users, right? These are these Democrats who are being followed. They're, they're not from new users. They're from existing users. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Republicans who are leaving are leaving yeah they're they're canceling their their accounts their their username so there's you know there, there's a difference it's not like it's balancing out for for twitter definitely not twitter like twitter's probably in trouble a little bit mm. how how much trouble do you think that twitter is in the long run i think they're in serious trouble yeah there was a a, a comment i think made by an investor's report that said conservatives are fleeing they think eventually political activists might end up choosing twitter and stay but uh, Twitter was dying before Trump. They they, they were mm-hmm. it was it was burning users. They tried changing the way they count metrics to sell better. Like oh, we're gonna go through to monthly active users instead of daily active users. You know why? How many people on on Twitter are active every single day? 
Not that many. Right. How many are active in a month? So you make what – I don't know exactly how the, the, the metric counting worked, but the idea, I, I assume, or I, I, I remember reading – could be wrong. Just preface that. Was like if you tweet once in a month, you're considered a monthly active user or something like that. Whereas when they did daily active users, some people don't tweet in a day. You know, So they were like screwing with the numbers, trying to make it look like they were growing, but it was like you could see the users were going down – and then Trump came along, and then everybody in the world was like, Trump's tweeting. 88 million followers. followers. It's just... Now he's gone, and I'm sure I, a lot of people are just like, what's the point of being on Twitter anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a good point. But also for the left, too. You know, we were talking about, like, you know, Brooklyn Dad Defiant and, <laughs> and, and all these people. It's like where, where, you know, Trump, they have a notification when, when Trump posts, and they're like, okay, what's the thing I'm going to say right now? Like, what's my rebuttal? Some, some of them were bots. People don't realize this. Some of them not were, not defiant Brooklyn Dad defiant. No, no I know, I know. I, some, no, no he, he's not. Please don't tell me. He's but a bot. some of, some of them would just respond to Trump <laughs> with some nonsense. Like Trump would tweet something where it's like the radical left in this country is trying to subvert the Constitution. We will never allow yeah. this. This country will not be socialist. And then you'd see a reply guy say something like, "Yeah, coming from from you, it just shows how dumb you are." <laughs> Because they would have automatic responses job. that were generic, but it worked. And they would get hundreds of thousands of followers and then reply saying, make sure to buy my shirts. Mm-hmm. And then they would sell shirts where it's like, Trump is so dumb. And it worked and they made a ton of money. You know what else works? Business was a booming. And I see this like once a week now where somebody's like, oh, I just quit Amazon. I quit my job because my I have principles and I was making $220,000 a year. Also, I'm black. Follow me. And it's like they just made an account like a week right, ago. Right. And and then all these people retweet them and are like, oh, my God, this guy's a, a patriot. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah he's, it's fake. He's some guy like, you know, from Eastern Europe who's sure, making sure. a fake account. <laughs> Daniel Maxwell says, Luke, the only government that you can trust is one that is afraid of its own citizens, but only as long as that government is afraid of its own citizens. Poland? Is Poland afraid of its citizens? Uh, well, it depends. There's a lot of debates going on, uh, specifically with uh, the Polish government and some protests and pushback against it. Um, I wouldn't say the government's scared, but I think the government does realize that essentially the power is with our consent. And once we understand that, I think we uh, they lose a lot of, a lot of leverage. So um, I think that's why it's very important to let people know that they have absolutely a lot of power and that they shouldn't be feeling disenfranchised at all. Smooth play. Johnny J says, Tim, in your opinion, why does the career of journalism attract more liberals than conservatives? I love your show. Keep it the great work. Good, sir. Because news organizations are based in cities. That's it. That's the only reason. So there are conservatives who work in media. But if you live in a city, you're much more likely to be left than if so. The people who live near these institutions are more likely to go and apply and get jobs. And they're more likely to be rich because news organizations don't pay very well. So there was this like a big thing happened in New York where people were kind of screaming about it. The only people who are getting jobs at the New York Times are rich kids. You know why? Because your parents pay your bills and you work for nothing. You want to work at the New York Times? Okay, start as an unpaid intern. How is it possible to be an unpaid intern in New York City? It's too expensive. But if your parents pay your bills, you can do it. So it's the rich kids. It is rich. It is upper class white progressives getting these jobs. They're coming from colleges where they're learning about a bunch of stupid things, and then that becomes the narratives at these institutions. Even surprisingly, a lot of people at Fox News. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I've worked in newsrooms where, you know, like all the all the people covering finance, they're, they're right-leaning for the most part. Uh, but every just about everybody else, other than 
you know, uh, d- depending where you are, like your editorial board either, is either like all the way to the right or all the way to the left. Uh, but for the most part, I'd say most journalists are are definitely left we- left leaning. Well, it's because they're in cities. Yeah, it's, Garrett, it's true. Garrett Green says, I fundamentally disagree with your collectivist philosophy of the commons. I don't believe that anyone has the right to use anything they don't own. But that doesn't mean I can't acknowledge and denounce the suppression of dissent by social media. I don't know. I think uh, I, I don't believe we could function. On, I, I've argued with so many ANCAPs and libertarians about the ownership of common resources. And the, the argument always comes down to like something simple like upstream water use and downstream water use and water rights and things like this. And we have we have to have some kind of uh, agreement because you if like I've been told someone could just own a portion of the river and do whatever they want. And I'm like, yeah, well, then the people downstream are going to get angry when you take a dump in it and they're going to come up with pitchforks. They're like, but it's my, you know, okay, look, there's a lot of arguments we can have. I think there are common things we have to agree on. Otherwise, I'll just buy the river because I have the power to do so. You know what I mean? I don't think you're an ANCAP or anything, Andrew. You're looking at me like. No, no, I'm just listening. Yeah. So are are you familiar with the concept of the commons? No. Like uh, the town center. I like I'm learning right now. So uh, it's the the shared resources of 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 a local community. You know, so you build a bunch of houses. There's an area that no one, you know, owns, like it's a road or something. Mm-hmm. It's commonly used. One day someone comes and destroys it. Well, we take issue with that. So the way I describe Twitter and Facebook is that it's become the, the uh, political space for it's the commons, meaning it's the area where we all gather to communicate and share ideas. And what's happened now is where we used to go to churches and we used to go to town halls. We now go on social media and it's basically akin to someone setting up giant walls around town hall saying you can come in to have a political discussion on the issues if you agree with our opinions. So it's like, well, if I want to come and have a political debate to change the rules and the laws here and you're not letting me in because you don't like my opinions, then how can I participate anymore? You can't. And then you get crushed out. So I'm not a fan of monopolizing power in any capacity, be it, le- be it free market, be it oligarchs, be it government. Let's read some more. Let's see what we got here. We'll try and jump down, grab some. Uh, Poofy says, redeem these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Thank Poofy. For that very astute Thank observation. Yes. Poof, Poofy's my operative uh, <laughs> at Don't Walk that. Run. Poof, Poofy definitely helps me out with scripts uh, and, and insight. And actually, I was uh, talking about the Electoral College the electoral college the other day. And uh, like I was on the phone with her on discord and just like yelling at her. I'm like, you don't understand. Oh my you don't understand. Like it's the state's rights. I She's like, but and I'm like, you know, she, she agrees, but you know, <laughs> uh, we had it. We had a, a little conversation. I love you. Poofy. You're awesome. Bucky Wilson. <laughs> the jokes. Could you guys plus gal recommend any resources to teach a beginner, start a business podcast stream, 36 year old laid off second wave, Co-19, tired of working for people. Um, the Motley Fool. Well, no, I'll tell know. you, <laughs> I think too many people think, I don't, I don't know. I, everybody's trying to podcast right now. Podcast equipment got sold out. The prices like Elgato Stream Decks are, are through the roof. Oh, my God. Capture cards mm-hmm. through the roof. And it was because it's something you can do when you're locked in your house. Mm-hmm. Podcast. But I also think too many people look to popular mediums and assume it's something they should do or that, you know, listen. Just because you're seeing something doesn't mean you should be doing something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know a lot of people who wanted to be actors just because movies and shows are so prominent. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you like acting? No, <laughs> but it's a good way to make money. I'm like, there's a lot of ways you sell T-shirts to make money. You know what I mean? So uh, for the, if, if you really do want a podcast, I would say um, you need a good capture card. 
The Elgato, uh, uh, what is it, 4K capture USB stick is pretty good. I use those when I travel, but we have actual, you know, PCI cards that go in the machine. Blackmagic has capture cards. A uh, good camera doesn't be crazy. There's some good Sonys that are super cheap little handheld cams, and you can do a micro HDMI to HDMI. And get a good microphone. This is the SM7B, and it is just because everyone uses it, everyone uses it, and I'm sure there are better microphones. But I like them. I like well, there, there's USB microphones yeah. you can... Not a you fan. Know, but you don't need the best kind of equipment starting off. No. Yeah, especially if your you're phone. starting off, just try to focus on things that someone else is not doing. A lot of people try to be someone that they're not, and I think that's when they get caught up. I, I, a great book I would recommend, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I uh, would definitely recommend that. And and look for problems in our society and try to fix them. And those will lead to perfect opportunities for you to be an entrepreneur uh, because there's a lot of problems right now. There's very little people trying to solve them. You know what I, you know how I got started? I had a GoPro 4 and mm-hmm. I would just put it on top of the monitor and press record. That's it. Well, it um, sounded awful. It looked weird. And I, <laughs> whatever, man. I still use a webcam. Like and it's okay and it and it and it's fine and the quality's there, uh. But but it it really does matter about you as an individual being unique and accepting your uniqueness and doing something that someone else is not doing. That's the key. That's the recipe, uh, in my opinion, towards success. Yeah, I I agree that you don't need. I mean, look at shoe on head. I mean, how long did she have that potato cam? Like for a long, she long still time. Still does. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, Wasn't I thought she? she upgraded. Did she? I thought yeah, she upgraded. She yeah. But, uh, but, but it, no, it was. I mean, she would oh. say it was, you know, yeah. it was, and it had like, you know, it was like 15 Four frames per second, you know, yeah. uh, not, not great equipment, but it's all about, it's, it's all about the content, right? Right. And not, you know, I, I think talk about what you're passionate about, you know, but this is not for everybody. Look, you've seen me on tonight. I'm not, you know, I can't do this. Look, know? he's got a little <laughs> But it's this it is not it it is not for everybody. It is not easy. But you don't know unless you try. You know? I mean I had for a very, very long time, for about a year and a half, I had about less than six hundred subscribers. But I wanted to do it. I was it was just me being creative. I never thought that I would be at now four hundred and twenty thousand subscribers is crazy. Ooh. Right? It's crazy. Four twenty yeah. man, you know. But I honestly I I just wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. If you if you do do it, do not think, you know, do, it's not a guarantee that you're going to blow up because there's a lot of people to do it. So, you know, well, do, I do think, it, do it because you want to do it. Do it. Don't do it because you think that it's going to be like a get rich thing. and You're going to be like the next, uh, uh, sour patch lids. So <laughs> that's uh, right. well, you can only aspire to be like me. All right. Grant Shearer says, Tim, the Bible says certain things will happen to Jewish and Christian nations that turn away from God. Ever since God started being removed from society, those things have been happening. Google consequences of nations who turn away from God. Okay, I, I guess I don't know. Um, I've been he- I've been hearing this more and more that people are claiming revelations is starting to happen. But and I wonder if it has more to do with political turmoil, giving people anxiety, so they're looking for the signs. I mean, they or said if, back in the eighties yeah. that you know it was going to be the end of the world. You know, like Pat Robertson. You know, saying like the, oh, yeah. the, the always it, it's here. always, you know, the, the rapture is yeah. going to happen, you know, I've like been I, hearing that for a while. too. I, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember my mom going, yeah. Oh, I can't believe that we're in this time and it's not fair. And, you know, thinking that the rapture was going to happen. I was just yes. like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, just because the man on TV said it doesn't mean it's going to happen. But, you know, uh, she also thought there was going to be like, you know, nuclear war too, but that's, that's another thing. We were close. 
Vixen Valentine says, I love the addition of Luke to the show. Adds a different viewpoint and very respectable, knowledgeable man. And he's gorgeous. I hope he stays on. Side note, did Luke name his dog yet? Uh, God, uh, you killed it for me because I was actually, no, super <laughs> chat, because I was going to seg into that later when I, when I talked about my Instagram and I was going to be like, look at the, look at Luke's dog. Listen, dog, yes. we already doesn't said have a name. the largest super chat names the dog and people something like 20 bucks and stuff. And, uh, we named it Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we're debating between Atlas, Pooper, Freedom. There's other names. And Luke Sage. Luke, Luke, Luke Sage. Sage. Sage yeah. is one of them, right. too. Luke Jr. Uh, she's, a, she's a really good dog. No, we named her Fumblebump. Fumblebump? It's well, perfect Fumble, for an apocalypse Fumble dog. Or a prepper so dog. So, so the other day, Luke was trying to coax Fumblebump to him with treats. <laughs> and I grabbed this bag of Swedish candy, which the dog was not going to eat. And I kept jiggling it. And she was looking back and forth. And I was yelling Fumblebump. And he was yelling Freedom. She chose Fumblebump. Oh, wow. snap. Yep. She picked well, because you had the snacks. He had snacks, too. Oh. He had real, he had real yeah. dog treats. I had this, like, Swedish candy the dog wasn't allowed to eat. He had and a I cheat just, code. It well, was just something to shake. He had the cheating shake. candy that the dog couldn't have. I see. Uh, <laughs> well, if you guys want to see the dog, go Bumble to box. my Instagram at <laughs> Don't Walk Run Productions. <laughs> All one word. Don't Walk Run Productions. I still need, I still need to get 10,000 subscribers. Oh, okay. So I can right. do polls yeah, right. and stuff. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, but the, the dog is, is, is very cute and, uh, it was, it, I'm, I'm two days no potty I'm so mistakes at all yes. she already knows how to sit how to lay down uh, on yeah. command but German shepherds yeah. are smart by design yeah. like that's yeah. Yeah. all like in their nine, genes she's like 10 weeks now yeah. so I'm, I'm pretty impressed alright JM says is there much difference between fringe Trump supporters who thought Trump was sending them secret messages to seize Congress and the left who accused Trump of dog whistling them to attack Congress <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. the only difference is whether they like Trump or don't yep Oh, oh man, the the live stream where they're like Trump's going to be happy with us. Ah yes, they're oh, both no. mentally ill. That's the that's the problem, dude. The thing is though, guess which one gets banned? Mm. Well, the right, not the of, left. Of course. So these these conspiracy leftists who for years I'm not going to name some of these people, but some of these people have hundreds of thousands of followers. They're verified, and they say the stupidest and craziest things like Steve Bannon is facing the death penalty for treason, <laughs> and Lynn Wood says Mike Pence is facing the death penalty for treason. It's all nuts. Lynn it's Wood. really crazy. I mean, I'll tell you, man, the level of unhinged psychosis that I've seen on social media in these past months have made me have some deep philosophical conversations about the right to access on a platform and whether or not we should just ban them all outright. I'm like, here's the compromise. Just ban it for everybody. No one's allowed to use social media. Just go back to the days of radio or the record player like Joe Biden said. I mean, if we're going to ban politicians, let's ban all the politicians <laughs> from using the platform. And I, seriously, no, 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 no. seriously. If we're going to expel Republicans, let's compromise. Expel all of them. Yes. yes. And Shut the Democrats, down. all of them. Make politics. You know. Start over. Yeah. It, it, I was watching... Uh, I was watching f- some I think I was watching Fox and they were saying, well, how is the president going to communicate to people if he's not on Twitter? Like... He has a press office. Like, it's not that hard, you know. Like, he still has a communications director. Well, it depends if the media decides to cover him because they were already oh, fact-checking him but in of live course, time and cutting him off. But of course they're going to cover him now yeah. because, you know, they need to Maybe. They need to say every— Maybe. Mm, they would. They would. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Moore says, Tim, how can people remain peaceful and say what happened in D.C. was wrong while also in the same stroke— just say if things remain uh, to course, big tech will soon control all ways of life. I don't think remaining passive will change where we are heading. From Fury, quote, ideals are peaceful, history is violent. History is violent, mm-hmm. but we're in a different technological age. And I think that's the issue. So I, I, I was saying this earlier on my show. 
over the weekend, I did less segments, partly because everybody needs to chill. And I was like, you know what, man? It's like people were screaming at the top of their lungs on Twitter. That's what I saw. I turned on Twitter, and it was like that episode of Rick and Morty where the sun comes up and it's screaming the whole time. <laughs> yes. That's what happens when you open the Twitter app. It's like, ah! I'm just scrolling. It's all I yeah. see. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I woke up in the morning, and there were some things I felt like talking about. So I did segments. I said, I'm not going to read anymore. And we went to the woods. You know, we, we threw rocks and skipped stones. Broke the ice. There was no, broke some ice, yeah. There was no internet at all. And uh, we made a fire and we just kind of chilled in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, people need to relax, man. You need to chill. So I think, you know, Mike Cernovich said it, get offline. You know, go to your loved ones and just drop this, con- like, we need to chill, pull back and mm-hmm. just calm down. Yeah. The dog was running around. There yeah, was no service. Cute. And I have to remind people. Uh, you got to work on your mental health. When you're on social media, you're on a device that literally rots your brain and destroys your mental health. There's many studies showing this. Uh, look into taking a day off, maybe. I mean, I, I started taking some days off because uh, you, you need to. You need to decompress. You need to get away from it all. And I was very happy to have that nice nature day. Took a took the total day off um and also most importantly meditate nap whatever if ashwagandha is your thing do your do something that's good for you at least once a week because uh right now we need it more than ever well i think one one way to approach things like twitter is it's not real life at all just uh you know i i get very argumentative on twitter because it's fun for me because I'm not taking it seriously. I'm, I'm definitely, I like calling people out. I'm right all the time, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I, I mean, it's, that's fun for me. I think like parlor, parlor's fine, but it's an echo chamber and that's what Twitter's turning into. It's going to be an echo chamber with all these conservatives to fight with without Trump. Um, you're out of a job and yep. <laughs> Brooklyn dad defiant, you know, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Next, next super chat, please. Thank you. You're good. We're a little distracted. <laughs> We're looking something up. Yeah, somebody oh. somebody mentioned that all of Gab's tweets are now gone. What? What? They, 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 oh, tweets on Twitter. Right on Twitter. Oh, accounts okay. there. The tweets are gone, which oh, is weird. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. He's destroying uh, evidence. Oh. Ray Kledgy says Ben Shapiro is a rad dude. Hey, yes, he is. J Max says love him or hate him. Ben Shapiro is one of the few pundits that constantly encourages his audience to watch, listen to his opposition, and tells his listeners to come to their own conclusions. That is the absolute right thing to do. And so I try to make sure I, I do the same. Like if oh, you're yeah. only watching me, you're that you're in bad shape. You know, you got to watch everybody. I try my best, but you know what ends up happening is I get like, I'm not going to name the personality. I was like, go check out this guy's video. He did a video very similar to mine, but he, he's on the other side of the, uh, you know, per, other opposite perspective. And then I got a bunch of comments from people being like, I watched what he was saying and it was all wrong and poorly fact checked. And I'm like, probably why I disagree with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's why I encourage you to go find out. I'm just making this stuff up. But I'm, I get things wrong a lot. It's so weird that I'll be like, here's what I think might happen. And then I'm wrong. And then like these leftists are like, ha Tim was wrong. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm like the smartest guy in the world. <laughs> like, th- do you think I think I am? Like, I-, I always call myself a dude who complains on the internet. It was That's an it. opinion. I know. You know, you're not, you're not saying, well, this is definitely absolutely going to happen. But, uh, I, well, my favorite is when I was <laughs> like, if Trump appoints Tulsi Gabbard as, uh, uh, security advisor, it could have happened. Andrew Yang as economic advisor and then decriminalizes pot, 49 state landslide. Yeah. And then they, they cut that first part out and then use the last part. And it's like, dude, I'm talking about hypotheticals pertaining to riots and what might contribute mm-hmm. to like a hypothetical historical moment. You know what I mean? Well, to, just just to j- jump on uh, to add to Tim's uh, commentary here, definitely 
look for, like read everything be like sarah palin read everything right uh i like one video that i did i i i needed like a breakdown of what was in bernie's medicare for all plan and the best analysis was on vox and i used it as a source on my you know i said vox.com did analysis and i got so much pushback in the comments where they're like why are you using vox i'm like because it was a good analysis. Like, you know, they yeah. don't, they don't, not everything is bad that they do. I, I, I love using left wing sources <laughs> when they're calling out the left because then it creates, it's kind of like a dude, if Vox is calling them out, yeah. come on, we're not making yeah. this up. You know right, I mean? right, exactly. And, and, and that's why I don't, I generally, you know, when, when I am doing sources, when I am like trying to prove a point, I will use the Washington Post as much as possible or the New York Times or Vox or, um, you know, a salon or slate or whatever, because it just, it shows that I wasn't like, well, he's just getting all of his sources from Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's, that's not true. All right. Let's see. Black czar says progressives stating that they believe free speech is a human right while advocating for the removal of dissenting voices is not a contradiction. No, as they do not perceive such people as human, only humans have human rights. That's, I guess it's an argument. <laughs> there is a big dehumanization agenda trying to make your political opponents look as ugly and as deceitful and as nasty it, as possible. Yeah. It no, it you're you're right. You're right. I mean, we that's it, you're right. You're just that's it. No. There's a revolt. They're demanding to know what happened to Ian. Yeah. Well. Um well. Ian was kind of off his game tonight. Yeah, was honestly. Quiet, yeah. Feeling sick? Yeah. I don't know. I walked uh, I tr- off the I tr- show before when I had a big migraine. Yeah. So it happens. He got he got a new gorilla, you know, and so maybe too much gorilla energy. Kind of overwhelming him. It overwhelmed. Yeah, him yeah. Because now he had the glowing gorilla, and now the other. It's a lot of a lot of gorilla rage. They're yeah, both I, they're I both understand. yelling and doing kind of the same thing, you know. <laughs> I get it. Clayton says, "Tell Luke I joined CMU. I uh, I want to start having an impact. Not enough people get real news. Thanks to all, you're greatly appreciated." Especially Sour Patch Lids. Oh, thanks. Nice. Uh, CMU is, that- is Change Media University. It's oh. an online program that I have that teaches people the steps of how to be an independent journalist. Very right cool. Hmm. Yeah, it's on wearechange.org, and then we have a CMU section that you guys could check out. Sweet. I know that. Let's see. Eric Miller says, I disagree with Luke. There was, there's, there's was many cultures because we had the internet and don't have the attention span to hold on to a culture for a decade. Could be true. Uh, I think I think you I think you bring up a valid point, and uh, I will. Social media is awful. Yeah, yeah. I I think yeah. So what we what we're seeing is there was there was a dominant culture more so in each decade, and now we have fractured cultures because of the internet, and so these cultures are fighting each other. The culture war. They don't agree with everything. People don't agree with each other. But there's no innovation. That's the thing, in my opinion. It's a lot of recycling. Yeah. All right, let's see. I looked up Gab. I can see their tweets. Oh. Yeah, I can see them. All of them? What do you mean? I can see them. Fake news. Yeah, on my phone. Really? Sure can. Yep. When I go on Twitter and pull up Get on Gab, there's three. Mm, Interesting. Well, there's three tweets. There are at least three. There's at least three. Are you seeing more than three on the phone? I thought I was seeing like 15. It could be that you have, uh, so the Twitter app stores. It's like a cache or something. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Scott Brumley says, I canceled my Audible Amazon account, but left product book reviews posting what I would have posted on Parler if I could. <laughs> Everyone should do this sort of thing. That's actually really <laughs> funny. Leave reviews of your Parler comments. Way to go. Good wow. job. That's smart. You could use the comment section of a product as a feed to communicate. 
That's crazy. But they could eventually they would catch on and ban your IP probably. And then you but you just cha- you just change it and it's like you could you could say like you know follow me on uh you know the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you're just posting what you think and that'd be great. Yeah, and arguing yeah. with people and it has nothing to do with the book, but it's a platform by which you can post things. You know, uh, Luke, what what uh, what famous literature should we follow you at on 1984? <laughs> Definitely 1984. Yes, yeah. that'd be perfect. And then when they censor the comments on 1984, it would be glorious. Oh snap! Oh yeah. my goodness! 451. Just that's just. Oh my god! Be awesome. There are, we have there to do are 616 this. tweets from Gab. So we've been having some issues with the website because we just we just put it up. So timcast.com, we just launched. Someone saying it was working just a few moments ago. Just a few moments ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's up. Yep. So uh, cool, cool, cool. Yes. You, you could. No, it works you could now go. I reloaded yeah. it. You could go to Gab. We got to increase our capacity. You could go to Gab on Twitter, but you could also. Go uh, on YouTube and look at my website. That's my, true too. My channel, Instagram. Uh, don't walk around productions. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, there very smooth. I like that. <laughs> or my Instagram. Don't walk around productions. All one word. Gab. Let's Let's see. I'm not getting any money from Gab. Couple more super chats. Couple more. Technically correct. America Aegis says, Tim, what has stopped me from going out and doing anything is financial responsibility to my family. I'm figuring out a way to fix that to protect my family. I'm here for America. Yeah. I think the best thing people need to do is. Uh, Get off social media and build local community culture, uh, Little League games, skate park. I went to the skate park the other day and it was like desolate. And it's kind of crazy, you know, and, I, I, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, but, you know, skateboarding's on the way out. I'm like, it's actually not. The Olympics are getting skateboarding this time around. It's a huge deal and there's a lot of money being dumped into this. So where are the events where people go to the parks? Whether you're barbecuing and having a beer, if you can, I don't know if you can actually do that at a park, or you're, you know, your kids are skateboarding and there's like an event going on. We need more local events. I guess COVID has stopped that. And it's forcing everybody onto the internet where they're screaming. Just turn opening up Twitter. Ah! Well, when I, well, when I say the Twitter isn't real life, um, I've done man on the street interviews where I've said, you know, we just had an election. Did you vote? Yeah. Who's your, who's your state senator? Oh, Schumer. Uh, no, that's your, that's your U.S. senator. Who's your state senator? And so many people don't know because a lot of people, are like you look at Twitter and you think the world is nuts about politics. It is not. Uh, normal everyday people care about like literally games and you know they're maybe right. like a local a local issue or something. But they're yep. not super political. Like I was, just I was watching a local news channel and it was just like police officers pulled over a man on Seventh and Main yesterday who was driving without a taillight and it's like I'm like wow. The news they care about in these small towns. Oh, yeah. Well, even, I mean, local news in general is pretty, you know, uh, when, when you talk about how journalism is, you know, dying, not for these local stations. No, like the, no, these local stations, the local stations. Yeah. They're on fire. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just because everyone's going national. All people follow on social media is national news. Donald Trump. But because of this, we're not learning about the things that are really infect- affecting oh, yeah. where we live. That's 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 really bad. So this is what you do to save. You want to save this country. Have local events to whatever degree you can with the COVID lockdowns. Uh, encourage people to meet. Talk to your neighbors. Just that kind of community gathering, man. It used to be at churches. We're not a particularly religious country anymore. I mean, we are still overwhelmingly Christian, but a lot of people aren't really practicing as heavily. And so the get-togethers don't happen. 
We need that. You got to, you got like the neighbors got to come together and have like a barbecue or something or a yeah, block, have a, block you know, party. Whenever, yeah, exactly. When but COVID, when, it's, it's Well, there's it. been also a cultural attempt to fracture the family. And we're at a point where family members are snitching on other family yeah, members that yeah. were in Washington, D.C. to the FBI. And the mainstream media is glorifying that and promoting that right now, which just shows you the kind of, in my opinion, the larger narrative and agenda that's being being pushed by Hollywood and, and all these other very powerful institutions saying, stay away from your family, family bad, and supporting this kind of individual lifestyle that is uh, very... Uh, uh, just gluttonous and uh, decrepit, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Creepy stuff. Yeah. Eric no Noyes, Noyes says, why didn't I get a notification that you were live? I had to come check your YouTube channel. Yes, but we're, we're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. So, you know, you can always just come to watch the show if you want to watch a show. And that's that's the thing. You The biggest driver of views on YouTube is recommendations and natural poll is when people that, that's what, that the phrase for when someone says, I choose to turn this show on. For Tucker Carlson, he gets views not because it's being recommended, but because people every day say, I want to watch him. Mm -hmm. That is way more powerful than my views on YouTube. So I can sit here and be like, oh, I get millions of views per day on my show on YouTube. Yeah, but YouTube's pushing it. Tucker gets people to come to his show. So that's way bigger. So if you like the show, you just got to show up. And uh, also, we're going to have a bunch of exclusive content and exclusive live streams on TimCast.com. It's going to have a membership section. And then we're, we're, we're going to be building up a lot of new stuff. It's going to be really cool. But we've got this new area set up, this new venue. We're going to have like a live stage and music. It's going to be fun. Streamed, members only. And we're even going to invite people out here. You'll get to come to the studio if you're a member when we put up the tickets and, the, and we send out the email. But they are very limited. So I imagine we're going to have a ridiculous amount of members and like 20 available tickets. So become a member. TimCast.com. Same thing with Saturday Night Live, though. You know, you can wait in a standby line and never, ever see the inside of... Uh, 6a so yeah you know it happens but you know it it this sounds really fun it sounds yeah. really cool i i'm definitely we got this little stage set up it. mm -hmm. and we, it's, it's still a little bit cold so i don't know if we're gonna we want to set everything up just yet but we're gonna have we have an area for stand up sit down interviews and for music this little stage we built and it's like skateboarding and you know we're gonna have comedians and music and start getting that stuff set up too because we have, a lot of the guests we have are musicians or comedians or even political commentary so there can be a sort of stand-up political discussion, not necessarily comedy, but I think you would be really great at, like, doing a live version of one of your videos, Andrew, mm -hmm. where you, like, have, like, a screen and you break things down. And, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it would be yeah. great. And then people would come hang out, have a beer. It wouldn't be, like, a regular venue. It would be, like, people standing around having, like, burgers and sipping a beer, but we'd stream it live, and that's you, it. You hear that? I'm being invited. So just, yeah, I'm holding that to you. Yeah, it'll be great, too. And, like, I'm sure uh, we'll have Jack Murphy around all the time. Jack's awesome. People love Jack. So, yeah, so that's what we're, we're getting ready for. And uh, it's funny. The, the left is, like, really critical of us having guests here. But it's all within the COVID guidelines. And, like, we're, like it's, it's not... It's, we have, like, one guest at a time. Not yeah, we've got hand sanitizer and we clean things. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what, what do you think is going on. It's, like, one person. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. They, they, Sorry. They I don't know. You, you don't want to smell that microphone. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we have this is the Alex covers. Jones microphone, yes. but Sorry. we have the covers for for people and everything like that. Um, I don't know the thing is going on. We're not in the UK where it's like you can't leave your house. You know what I mean? Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But it's going to be fun. And I think the limit right now is 50 people and we're probably going to have 20, which is totally normal and like allowed. No super spreader events here. <laughs> and we'll, 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 we'll take it seriously, you know? I'm not. 
All right, it's a good one, but I'm not going to read it. David uh, uh, Eliason says, I am a gorilla. And I'm not going to read the, re- the la- rest of that. Deadbeat okay. Gamer says, Sorry. Tim, Sorry. on the 20 Max show, if they are fan funded for those who can't afford to go, 20 lucky fans could go on all expenses paid fan experience. And a vlog of the whole experience would be amazing. Thanks for all the spice. Yeah, maybe we could actually do something like that where uh, we could have like a lottery winner. I just, like I just, it's, I just hate lotteries. Raffle. It's like yeah. you sign up and you're crossing your fingers, hoping that you get to come, and there's like ten thousand people. Somewhere. And then when you don't win, you get salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bummer. But I guess it, how, how salty would it be if like you're sitting there checking your email and the email comes in and you click it and your phone's like error loading because uh, the site's yeah. overloaded. Uh. <laughs> and just like with the PS5, it's also going to be annoying. It's uh. really, I know. I know. So is anybody going to... I thought I was... Like, look, I'm enough of an influencer that I get to see a Ben Shapiro movie early, but... Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Congratulations. But, you know, wow. but... And, and thank you, Daily Wired. It's nice of you to, to think of me. But... Uh, and you got your money's worth because I talked about it on... Right. on On the top... Uh, the top podcast... What would you call this? Uh, live stream podcast. The, po- yeah. the, the top thing on YouTube. It's a the, thing, yeah. Yeah, the top thing. <laughs> you know you know the thing. I do know. People are thing. saying <laughs> yeah. that when they try to log into the website, it's giving them an error. Mm. Well, we will get ta- we'll take care of that immediately. Amazon. Just That's... went up. Site just went <laughs> no. up. So we've got to upgrade our, our, our hosting. And it, it's, it's going to happen. You know, this, the secret to starting a business is always just start it. And then you've got to iterate and fix as you build, you know, you start getting through the bugs and stuff like that. So when we had it, when it went live, everything's working just fine for us. And I'm like, okay, we're good to go. And we're probably going to get inundated with so many people. It's going to cause errors and crashes and we'll get it sorted. Growing it's, pains. It's, it's day one of the site being up. You're not the Lotus Eaters. Ugh. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause there's, it's like eight months before, uh, no, they were. Carl, Carl's website's amazing. No. The yeah. Lotus Eaters website. Well, what happened was they, um, uh, from what I understand, they hired somebody. Uh, they went live. It kind of, um, it, you know, hit the bed and they basically had to bring in like people who actually knew what they were doing. Ah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is Carl Benjamin's podcast. Lo- Lo- Sargon Lo- of Akkad. Right. All, AKA Sargon. His it's great the, website. Yes. The Lotus Eaters podcast. I saw his website and I was like, man, this is really good. It's like, I'm jealous. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> on they, a website like that. And they have probably like the second best live stream slash podcast thing on, it's on great. YouTube. It's doing really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nowhere near as good as we are. No, course, no. Yeah. We're tooting our own horn, guys. But Carl's <laughs> awesome. Carl, you rock. And uh, he's had his, his show's been skyrocketing. Yeah. Like in the, in the, in the rankings. So. Way to go, Sargon. Yeah. yeah cool, cool show for sure. And it's, it's like, it's more British centric, I guess, right? They cover a lot. They of, cover a lot of stuff. They cover a lot of American politics for though. sure. For oh sure. yeah, yeah. Carl yeah. always has. Yeah. Oh yeah, but they, like they like today they covered uh, the Pelosi coup. Oh wow. And uh, cool. yeah, they they covered they cover a lot of American politics, but but they're not stupid about it. They know they know what they're talking about. All right, all right. We'll do one more super okay. chat. The most important super chat. Nicholas Keller says, "Tim, get those nerds to work. We need your site <laughs> up now." Come on, man. <laughs> I think I think we're on it. I think I think we are on it. And. Uh, that's what it's, it's maybe we need to seriously upgrade everything. Uh, just because I didn't know how many people were going to, you know, come in and try and sign up immediately, but it's probably more than we, we expected. You're so. a popular person. Oh, I'm so famous, aren't I? You're an influencer. Yeah. I'm an influencer with so many. Oh, you know what, man? It was so much easier when I had a lot less followers and I'm so humble. No, no, no. But let's be real. Let's be real. I remember when I had like 120,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I was living comfortably. 
and I wasn't getting the flack and wasn't getting the smears and the attacks and the conspiracy theories and the threats. And I'm like, man, you know, mo money, mo problems. That song was right. But, uh, you know, it, it comes with the territory. So you can some people can hang with it. Some people can't. A lot of these journalists lose their minds because they get harassing emails. And I'm just like, I just ignore it. I just like filter words. Like if you email me with certain words, it goes to the garbage pile. Yeah, it's not real. I, I mean, care. you know, if it's if it's a, a credible threat, you know, s- send it to the we, authorities. We, but. We, we, uh, there's there's one thing going on right now that Twitter won't remove. And it's, you know, freaking out my family. Yep. And Twitter's like, well, we looked at it and we're not sure yet. We'll get back to you. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, thanks, Twitter. I'd like to call on Amazon to suspend Twitter because they're refusing <laughs> to moderate <sighs> this activity. That's how anyway, works. if you haven't already, smash that like button. Uh, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And I'm not entirely sure what's going at the site because, you know, it's probably being slammed by everybody trying to sign up. But you can go to TimCast.com. If not now, maybe later. Sign up to become a member. We're going to have exclusive content. We're going to have exclusive live streams. Some of it's going to be silly. We're going to have vlog content. The vlog will be coming soon. Once we, we got to get to that point. COVID really jammed everything up, to be completely honest. Made it really hard to expand. Put pressure on, uh, on, on Subverse, a.k.a. Scanner. And so we're getting things in order. But we'll see how it goes with Biden coming in. If we're going to do more lockdown or less, that's, you know, a big challenge. But uh, anyway, go to TimCast.com. Become a member, sign up. If you are already someone who is giving on PayPal, you just need to request a new password and you should already be a member. And so this is kind of a, we think it creates a benefit for everybody who signed up early because you might get essentially some kind of discount. I'm not entirely sure how it might work, but if you're already donating to the old timcast.com slash donate, then you're already in the system. And uh, uh, if it's not working now, just check back later. But also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, I normally would say parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, and minds, M-I-N-D-S dot com slash Timcast, where I do put up all my videos. And uh, I, well, for as long as any of this lasts, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But you can check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash Timcast, youtube.com slash Timcast News. And uh, we do the show Monday through Friday live at 8 p.m. Leave us a comment. Leave us a good review. Andrew. You're a you're a, a now frequent guest, but you have your own YouTube channel. I do. Uh, it is Don't Walk Run Productions. You can just type in Don't Walk Run AOC. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Don't Walk Run in the search bar, and my channel will come up. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Don't Walk Run, all one word, and. If you want to see Luke's dog again, and please follow me, <laughs> please follow me on Instagram at Don't Walk Run Productions. I am not posting like every single day. I'm not annoying, I swear. But please, you know, just uh, follow me there and subscribe to my YouTube because I'm really I don't post all the time there either. Just like once a week, I'm, just once a week. I might allow you to exploit the dog later on today, but, <gasps> we'll see. but also don't forget to follow Ian at Ian Crossland. Yes. He uh, left, but he's on all platforms. Yes, yep. correct. And uh, should I Luke? Who are you? Ah, who the heck are you, right. man? Uh, my YouTube channel is We Are Changed, but I would become invincible if you guys would just sign up to my email list, which you could very easily do on WeAreChanged.org in the right-hand top corner. It's a, it's a way for me to actually have a list that can't be taken away from me, and I think that's really important. If you want the t-shirt that I'm wearing that says, if you trust government, you don't know history, you could get it on WeAreChanged.org. 
forward slash shirts. And one last thing, uh, today is actually the eight-year anniversary of the death of Aaron Swartz. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a very important uh, internet pioneer, freedom fighter, and he should be remembered uh, through everything. Uh, his life and his activism was incredible and deserves a shout-out at least. Right on. Don't forget to follow sure. at Sour Patch Lives. Yes, I'm here in the corner. I push worth all the buttons. the follow. Definitely. That's what Andrew says. He keeps Loves saying Bitcoin. this. Absolutely worth the Bitcoin. follow. Yes, tell me all about Bitcoin. I would like to learn. <laughs> I think the reason I don't like listening to it is because I don't understand it. So if you have someone who can explain it we're, really well, for sure. We're yeah. all afraid of things that we don't understand. Exactly. So that's yes. my issue. Being scared is fun, right? Imagine yeah, if instead of, of a roller coaster, they just shouted words at you. That's, That's what scary. they do on Twitter. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We will return. Timcast IRL will return for a sequel tomorrow at yes, 8 p.m. Correct. live. Uh, so thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all then. Bye-bye. <laughs>